Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and bro. You may learn something. You're now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. So, What we do here is very simple. I'm finna slap those glasses <laughs> off your head. You fitting? <laughs> yeah, you hear that? Caught that? Yeah, I did that for you. What we do here is very simple. The three of us listen to every episode That's of the That's racist, just by the way. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Southern thing. Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're going to talk with each guest. The talking points give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Let's just get out of the way. We're obviously garbage, so that's why we do this. Kamar, do we have any new patrons? Subscribe. Hit that like button. Tell a friend, Patreon, the numbers are through the roof. Uh, we got a big, a bunch of Patreons this week. Uh, shout out to Harrison. Let's go. Yeah, what up, Harrison. What up, Harrison? And my man, Bradley Spencer. Let's go. Bradley. Thank you, Bradley. And all the Patreons pass a present. Of course. If you haven't signed up, I don't know what's wrong with you. We're waiting, though. Yeah, you're it's missing like- titillating content. Kamar, how was your week? Oh, yeah, it was a good week. Good week. All the leaves are out. It's nice to be walking around. It feels like summer's here, so spring's sprung. And uh, I, like I said, I went up to my land and did a lot of uh, coal plunging and sawning. Feel pretty good. Had a fire. By cold plunge, you just beat a cold lake? Cold, cold lake. Yeah. Okay. Went up on the Friday. I'm supposed to do acid. Didn't do acid. It was a bit of a letdown. I'd, I'd psych myself up to do it. Why didn't you just bring acid and do it? And you guys did mushrooms anyways. Couldn't you have just done the acid? Who would have known the fucking yeah, you're difference? You're an adult male. Your What's dad looks here? at you like, I know you're on acid. I was pushing for it, and I was told it's been pushed. One of Kamar's ticks when he's on acid is he yells out every 15 minutes, I'm on acid! <laughs> well, you I just thought can't I, lie. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought I was going to come back with a whole bunch of creative, uh, inspiring materials and stuff. Smoked some hash and drank some beer. But it rained all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It is tough. And, and you have to know everyone. Do you know what I mean? Not a, well, they're your family. Exactly. I hope you know them. It'd be a shitty thing if you went up there with... What did you get that young man to do this year? He wasn't there. He had to work. He had to work. <laughs> Conveniently. Yeah. His parents won't let him go anymore. He was yeah. like, Dad, don't make me go to Fight Club again this That's year. That's one story. <laughs> I think there's only 12 guys there this time. It was probably one of the fight club. Smallest That's why Kamar loves it. He just goes up there and beats up his little cousin. But it's just great getting out of the country. I feel really relaxed. Looking forward to doing this podcast. That's NPR Kamar. Simon, how was your week? Uh, my week was fine. I started in on um, uh that Vanderpump show. So that kept me pretty busy. Vanderpump rules. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. So I'm like four seasons deep and uh, 
Just loving every minute of it. So you're out of wilderness survival shows, I assume? I ran out of wilderness survival shows, yes. I um You just found out there's a new season of Selling Sunset. I so did. That's a positive. And I like that show, but I love that show. Oh, I it's find trash. It, uh, it is trash. But you're gonna binge watch the whole season those tonight. Netfli- oh yeah, probably. But those Netflix ones I just find like they're so overproduced. They don't have that rawness of like a Vanderpump rules, yeah, you know, yeah. where just anything can happen at any given time. There are no fist fights on um, Selling Sunset, Kamar. I've never seen a one. No. You watch Vanderpump rules for 10 minutes and you're <clears throat> going to see three. I do find it interesting that no one like Mr. Beast hasn't done like a real world type reality, like 24 seven recorded. And then they post like the best clips at the end of the week. Mm hmm. Because you could get Mr. Beast is going to have no trouble getting the money for that. Well, I've been watching. Oh, this is the other thing I watched this week. So, you know me, always a million years behind the times. But I've been watching. They have this series on YouTube about like um, it's like a 20 something part series on the making or the best moments, important moments of Barstool Sports. So it starts with like, you know, the story of him, obviously. And then it shows like them hiring all the interns and then... um, the what there's the whole thing where he calls uh Brady's baby says he has a big dick that was like a huge thing you know that yeah uh it had a name what did he call it um something gate anyways and then there was um what was another funny one oh fuck the whole thing about the Simon porn Simon there and whether he downloaded the pirate porn at work you never saw that whole thing i don't think i saw that one that is hilarious and then it shows you uh caleb presley and his whole uh tour and how he got started and so i spent a long time that shit's great man like i can see i've been missing out on uh on the barstool world well it just has that like small universe to it you know but the fucking the Simon the Porn thing, if you haven't watched that on YouTube, it is that's some funny shit. So somebody orders this pirate porn at work and um, Portnoy has to find out who it is. So he spends like weeks interrogating people where he calls them into his office and has this tiny little light and just puts it right in their face and then asks them questions. <laughs> it's amazing. That's right? why he's a billionaire. Yeah. No, he's... Um, a fucking genius. I mean, the whole thing just, he's a genius uh, for sure. But like when you see something like Caleb Presley, yeah, that whole thing and how he just started that down South tour, like that really had nothing to do with Portnoy any more than he would had enough balls to say, here's money to do it, which makes him great. But like that has to happen on its own. Yeah. But it, it takes someone to bring all that together. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. And Portnoy on his own. Like, let's say Caleb Presley never goes over there. Portnoy is still... For sure. And there was a clip with his wife. I didn't know he was married. Dave Portnoy. Portnoy. Yeah. But um, where she was saying, you know, he operates his life as if he's gambling. Every decision he makes, you know, it's... You have to have, like, that gambler's mentality to risk... Everything. They they did one episode on that huge concert that they put together. And how it almost bankrupted the company and... I didn't see that. I don't. I think I know what. I think I know what you're talking about. But he I started putting on like rap shows yeah. where he would bring that Boston guy. Um, it doesn't matter. 
It's, it does matter. That's what I did with the rest of my week. It was Vanderpump and Barstool. You didn't see their reality show? They have a reality show? Well, uh, Chicken Bree and uh, Josh Richards do it underneath the Barstool banner. Hmm. Five episodes. No. It's pretty trashy. That. Thanks for that. Do you watch any of the Wonton Dawn stuff? No, I haven't got there yet. Okay. I, be, I haven't been watching them in order. No, no, I just, Which the Wonton Don is one of the barstool guys, and he's like oh. this white dude with a mustache who seems very unassuming, but he does wild shit, like wild shit. I think he speaks Mandarin. He goes to China. Like, is he I, still under the barstool, or is he I broken off? I think he's off? still under the barstool. Uh, maybe he's broken off. Because McAfee, it's amazing how I haven't even got to McAfee yet, so go. I don't even know. I was learning about the interns, Handsome Hank, and uh, is that his name? I think so, yeah. Handsome and then Hank, uh, yeah. he's the, the one that sits in with Caleb Presley. He yeah. he, he eats the Sunday. No, 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 no. That's um, that's uh, the big fat guy there. Yeah, it's no, not that's handsome not Hank? handsome Hank. That's, Did they ever uh, have a TV show? Who? Barstool. No, on television. They have an internet show. So. Yeah, there. there was something with John Sally. I remember. That was Barstool. Player? No, I, it wasn't. But no. it, I felt um, similar name. That's a. Uh, Fuck, I can't remember. It's like Johnny Nuts or no, no. You're right. No, you are correct. That's not his name though, but it's something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. You're right. Can't remember it. No, this was long. This was before him. Like the interns, I think it was uh, Porn Simon there, and then Bad Haircut Seth. Dude, there's the best clip where Bad Haircut Seth says he can throw uh, past sixty yards. Yeah. And and Portner's like, you're a fucking idiot. There's no way you can do that. Tom Brady can th- only throw it 65 yards. And he's like, no, no, I can definitely do it. And they go out there and he throws it like 25 yards. And Portnoy just goes crazy. How far do you think you could throw a football? <laughs> not 60 yards. Well, no, of course no, not. I have a, realistic- I have oh, yeah, a you have a bad shoulder. shoulder. We can't even do that. Challenge. Before that, I think I pr- could probably get it 30 yards maybe. like. Kamar, how far can you throw a football? 30 yards. I mean, I could huck it, but with accuracy? Well, with a no, little bit just, of accuracy. Just how far down a field do you think you could throw a ball? 40 yards. I have no idea. 20, 25. I don't know what a yeah. good toss is. So. I've been throwing I just football know, I just know Brady goes 65 and this guy went 30 or 25, whatever it was. That was a really funny one, though. I also have the hands of a woman, so it's tough to... And man, I could, when I was younger, I could throw it further. Could jail Kamara over here sitting all fucking. But there's a, during that. It's porn, fine. My week was fine. During that porn Simon one, though. Sorry, this is no, the no, last thing I'll say. During that porn Simon one, they're they're interviewing. I think the guy's name is Handsome Hank. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but anyways, they're like, uh, "So did you do it?" And he's like, "No, I definitely, I know I didn't do it." So they're like, "So you're a hundred percent?" He's like, "Well, I'm ninety nine percent." Important. It's like, well, did you do it or not? Like, what are you telling me? It's like, no, I definitely didn't do it. I know it wasn't me. So you're a hundred percent. Well, I'm ninety nine percent. It's like, dude, what's with the one percent? He's just like so dumb. He's like, um, well, I just, you know, if it turns out that it was me, I don't want to seem like I was lying. And Portno goes, well, was it you? That's, no. Well, then what the fuck? That's incredible. But it's an amazing exchange, dude. Yeah. But it's just so real, you know. Like you can tell. It's just some guy filming with a camera. Yeah. Like, I think... Um, 
bad haircut seth was their first camera guy mm-hmm. and or one of them hank maybe and he the way he got the job was he said i'll bring all my camera equipment from school and we can use all the equipment and he shows up and he has no equipment. that's incredible <laughs> yeah anyways too much too much my week was fine you're not watching any basketball obviously you're just watching hockey yeah i usually just watch those uh 10 minute just the, just the, the recap. Just the highlights yeah. of the basketball. Yeah. It's been nuts. Well, he's, it's just joking, isn't he? Just amazing. And the Jamal heat. Murray, too. Fucking Jamal Murray incredible. Um, yeah, the Lakers are getting absolutely trounced. And the Heat are upsetting the Boston Celtics as well. The Heat have won the, the first two games in Boston. Yeah. And they were the nice. eighth seed. Yeah, that's crazy. Dude, the other night, oh, whatever. Who cares? Uh, let's go over the guests, Kamar. That took a long time. Another week of just white men. Uh, 1986, Jack Carr, our favorite Navy SEAL author, He's... followed by 1987, Jelly Roll, who might have been born in 1987. Kamar went up, did a bunch of mushrooms, and came back super woke and yeah. black power. Yeah, black <laughs> Sounds man. racist. Uh, 1988, James Reed, which is very timely. This is one of those ones he saw something, he got it. There's no way this was scheduled months apart, move around. And that's why it's bullshit that he didn't have Shane on after the whole. That's why we get a little cancellation. I mean, it all worked out for him. Well, remember that moment, though, when Shane's like is on the show and he was just like, and I thought, no problem. I'll just go on the Rogan show. And Joe didn't get the joke. And he was like, well, I couldn't have you on. You know, we do the booking way in advance. Unless there's ape shit or alien shit. In which case, I can shuffle some stuff. I, uh, I for one, though, was relieved because I went up to my land on Friday and there's no service up there. Yeah. Oh, you thought there was going to be a Saturday And drop. so when I got back, you know, when you come back into whatever the, crap the ring is, I was like, there'll be anything there. And there wasn't. So thanks, Joe. All right. Three guests. You want to rate the week? Well, who were the three guests? Who's Jack, Carr, Jack Carr, Jack Carr, Jelly Roll, and James Reed. Mm-hmm. Gets a solid uh, 3.5. Uh, I don't know. And the truck car kind of weighs everything down. Well, there's no blue, so I give it a 3.52. No blue check mark? No blue. Or blue. Uh, COVID shit. Oh, there's good work. <laughs> I give it, uh, I guess I'll give it a three, I guess. It feels generous. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a 3.5 felt really generous, but I'll go with a 3 also. I guess we're going to go in order. We are going to go in order. 1986, Jack Carr. I thought it was interesting he said he didn't want to take off time from writing until the kids are out of the house. So it's like he's writing to get away from yeah. his kids. Is that what it sounded like? Yeah. Okay. It's like, so. I'm going to retire from golf once my family's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I think maybe what he meant was like, I can be at home all the time. I, I, I yeah. think so, but it just came across as yeah, we yeah. all received as, uh, no, I uh, write so I don't have to be a parent. Yeah. Um, one thing we'll never have to uh, worry about is getting recognized. Well, we, like Joe, they were talking about uh, Joe, five years ago it was all right, but now it's not. And um, we've all agreed that that's the best sort of fame if you can have your money and, I think five years ago, Joe was pretty much just as famous. I think 10 years ago, maybe. Mobbed? Security? I mean, security is a choice you make. Well, he makes it because of the amount of 
recognition. Yeah, I guess the, the MMA really puts him as a uh, visible. I think in well. the, ever since he's signed the Spotify deal, when was that? That's when things have exponentially gotten insane for Joe. But the most people eyeball see him as a UFC commentator. No way. That can't be right anymore, man. That can't be right. You don't have the number one podcast in the world and you're still known more. For, I don't believe that. You want to weigh on this, Matt? Um, it may not be comedy, but it ain't UFC. I think you'd have to look at like what is you know what was the biggest pay per view buys? It's not eleven million. It's not even close. I'm well aware. So thank you. My point but is, there's been ten years of pay per view, and there's been how many there's episodes? Been Twelve but years it, of Joe Rogan. Say half the people who listen to Joe Rogan have no idea what it looks like. Okay, forget. Sure, it's audio. That's I guess for argument's sake. I mean more. I mean, you're, you're like we're living clips. in the '80s, where yeah, like you can't. no, no, I'm I'm walking back now. Like he was re- recognizable from talk radio. I mean, he before the. Podcast, I mean, he looks so say. different now. Nobody would even know it was the same person. Mm-hmm. It's not just the hair, man. Joe's whole fucking face and head have grown exponentially over the years. Kind of like you know how our brains grew, our skulls and whatever just leap that. Joe is the missing 10%. link. He's the next link. Or the middle part that we missed those years, you know? Did either of you happen to see the <laughs> interview some guy did on his podcast with Joe Rogan Sr.? Uh, what? Yes, don't do that out. It's, with his dad? It's disparaging, is it not? Yes, his dad. No way. Yeah. No. Well, his dad claims that his mom and her hippie boyfriend stole Joe from him, that he wasn't like a... Like an abusive husband. That's something an abusive husband would probably say, though. So. If he's a class act, he doesn't come out and do this. That, that's that's what I see it as. So what is he hoping that Joe's going to remember? Like, oh, shit, yeah, they stole me. I want to go back to my... I should give him $100 million. I don't know what his deal is. I know he's a uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so he's probably a piece of shit. That's almost unavoidable. That's weird. That's not fair. Come on. What, you really like the Pittsburgh Penguins? I think he said the Pirates, didn't he? I mean, I said the Steelers. Steelers. <laughs> fuck Just fuck the Pirates and the Penguins, okay, too. Yeah, yeah fuck them all. I don't know why we're Fuck all of Pittsburgh's teams. Pittsburgh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm not quite good at using this word yet, but it's mid. No, you're not good at using that word. <laughs> Never use that word. Yeah. Is a, that even a, a saying? It's a mid move. Yes, it is. Which means it's say. like... Uh, like like weed. Mediocre. Mid, 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 it's mid. Mediocre. Yeah. It's stupid. Oh, I'm trying here, man. I'm finna to get these words into my vocabulary. Dude, that's that is fucking triggering me. All right. Stop Whoa. using that word. Well, that word stinks too. So. <laughs> yeah. Um You're triggered by my triggering? Yes. Interesting swing well, uh, with Joe. I finna don't care. Did I do that right? I love the sound of it. Even though it's out of, out of horrible, out of Kamar loves the sound of it as he pours his Aunt Jemima fucking syrup on his side. pancakes. <laughs> um, as soon as he heard they were getting rid of the Aunt Jemima, he just went out and bought like everything left on the shelves. Oh my God, Not all lives matter. Anyways, get whoa, back to the episode. Whoa, whoa, uh, <laughs> that's fucking horrible i'm finna make some controversy yeah no shit you're finna you're finning to we, get canceled dude spotify just added a red fucking <laughs> new banner speaking of controversy joe's come all the way around because he was drinking a bud light like who fucking cares 
And now the Miller Lite commercial comes out, which I believe is months old. What do you mean he was drinking a Bud Light? When did that happen? Cracked a Bud Light with Brian, was it possibly? Are Red Band, sh- yeah. Are you sure? Last week, yeah. I think so. Really? They drank a Bud Light like, this is just stupid. Okay. And then the Miller Lite ad comes to attention, which we know is came and went and didn't even piss anyone off. Okay. Like, just that grosses me out. And and now Joe's against this woke advertising, where he was like, "Who cares?" Uh, a Bud Light ago, no, just me. <laughs> a Bud Light ago. Uh, you got some operator cigars as gifts. Those are pretty badass cigars, I guess. Only for uh, Navy Seals. Oh right, those guys—they came with like a piece of the World Trade Center. They had a piece of everything. Them. Mm-hmm. They were like, this is sand from Afghanistan. It's just weird. It's, uh, weird. it's weird that they're like, here's the weird thing. This and I don't want to. A moon rock. Listen, I don't want to be disparaging. But you're gonna. Probably. <laughs> it's just odd that these tier one operators are like. And I get it. Joe does a lot for the military. I understand that just from the podcast alone. He did hoodie up and leave all of his comrades at a fucking Neil Young show. Probably the most trained guy there. So Ta- got left behind. Taekwondo champion. Yeah, no Semper Fi. So I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. Those cigars are rolled and then sealed with the tears of abandoned children. And that Jesus. is the ultimate high. And that is the <laughs> ultimate high. Um, They used... Uh... Do you guys think there's good Canadian food? They use Andrew Clips, Andrew Schultz's clip, yeah, about Canadian food. Is it? No so one want round stupid. bacon. They're like, well, actually, I, I do like back bacon. I actually don't like back bacon. I hate Canadian. So bacon. I was all right with it. Yeah, I agreed. I was like, we don't eat that bacon here. Americans call a bacon they eat Canadian bacon that we don't eat here. Yeah. There, Nobody is, eats that pea meal bacon. It is here, though. Gross. It is here. Yeah, it's called pea meal bacon, and it's not like a a staple of our cuisine. No. Yeah, for American listeners, if you go to breakfast in Canada and you order bacon, the bacon you eat is showing up on the plate. Yeah, there's not. You're not going to get some weird fucking Canadian bacon. You don't have to make a big deal to make sure you don't. Yeah, get we that eat. I like pea meal. I love bacon. I have probably had pea meal bacon twice in my whole life. I, I would agree Why? with you. Why? Because it's horrible. It's terrible. <laughs> then, it's they, then they said poutine isn't Canadian. It's from Quebec. And I was like, where do you think Quebec I know is? That I know <laughs> Like I get it. They're fucked up, and we want them out. No, but they're was, still here. It was Montreal. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't think Montreal's Canada. in Canada. Yeah, exactly. And Anyways, Joe, one of Joe's favorite restaurants is in Montreal. Joe Beef. We have yeah. great food, as good as anywhere else. Hold and on, poutine on. is not our national food. What? Well, I don't think I we think do point, have food. The we point is that we food. make good food here. We are a melting pot of people. So yeah. like yeah. in Toronto, you can get great every food, whether you want Greek, like it, it doesn't matter what type of food you want in Toronto. You will get great food. The point that he's making is like, I don't think we've, as far as like a Canadian cuisine or dish. What's American cuisine, Matt? Ha- well, no, the hamburger's German. No, they do exactly no, barbecue. what we do. We have fucking barbecue too, Barbecue's man. In too. it, first of all, it is it's um, but southern barbecue like that's specific. I think you're defending something you can't defend. We really don't have Cal- <laughs> here do good food. Calgary but. has great barbecue. Okay, because but I it's think that culture. Listen, we're not. We're just Vancouver's amazing sushi because it's on the water. I know. Okay, Halifax is amazing th- donair. Thank you. This but is donair is from the sea. 
Lebanon. Donaire is from the sea. Oh, I thought it was like a mollusk or something. Donaire? I'm just joking. Lobster. I'm just, this guy's ridiculous. Lobster. No, I agree with Kamar. I don't think there is good Canadian cuisine. There's no like Canadian dish. Torture. That's a fucking Quebec thing again. Well, they're the only people who are contributing. <laughs> There's no great American What's cuisine What's the national dish of Italy, Ontario? I'll give you Italian food, uh, Mexican food. What? There's no American food. I don't think there is either. They're yet. just stealers of other cuisines because we're a melting pot. Both countries are built the I think, same I way. I think mac and cheese might be American. Fine, Simon. Seems you're like still... Listen, do. even if you think America has no cuisine, I'm fine with that. We also have no cuisine. Sure, fine. If that's... But we have good food here, I guess. You're yeah. right. We don't have a cuisine, but you go to any Canadian city and we're going to have amazing restaurants and shitty restaurants. It's going to be the same anywhere you go in the world. Yeah. Ottawa has stellar restaurants. Montreal has incredible restaurants. Toronto has some of the best restaurants in the country. Vancouver, top tier fucking restaurants. And guaranteed, you go to Calgary or to Saskatoon, they'll have fucking great restaurants. Like, it's just. Hold on. Saskatoon. It's just them trying to disparage Canada. And I get it. We're shit, but not for the reasons they're saying. The weird thing is this. Joe even said in this little rant he was on, he was like, I have it. I have a real beef with Canada right now. And I was like, motherfucker, you have a beef with our government. So why don't you chill the fuck out? Because your government isn't much better. So like you're shitting on a whole group of people who are obviously your fans. We're not in control of our goddamn government any more than he's in control of his government. Like he, yeah, like Kamar's a I Canadian. I didn't vote for Kamar went and Trudeau. fucking Kamar went in the cold and sat beside the hot tub and fucking bouncy castled it up. <laughs> uh, Scared a couple of horses. They were talking about forest fires and animals. We're having some crazy forest fires now. Oh, Alberta's fucked. It's insane. Maybe clear cutting isn't such a bad idea. Well, forest fires are a natural part of a forest evolution. Like that happens. There's some in, seeds that have to burn to open and stuff. Well, and in like the savanna of Africa, let's say, when there's a crazy storm and the lightning strikes and it hits a tree, yeah. that burns down fucking hectares and hectares. And then that allows other things to flourish and other animals. And then the grazing comes back because the, it burns out the trees and brings when it comes back, it comes back with the grasses. Sometimes we do it intentionally. If I was, no, no, I'm, I'm uh, absolutely. I'm just saying this happens as a natural part of, I think Kamar's point was like, if three years ago he had, you had known that all of this was just going to burn to the ground. You could have gone through with a company, cut it all down harvested the wood yeah i mean don't don't worry about that they're harvesting plenty of wood i don't know if we discussed on this problem my new um save the trees initiative but to not use toilet paper yes we know no oh to not use telephone poles oh yes we know it's so crazy think about that okay every telephone pole in the city one giant tree and those aren't little trees dude those are big mature trees because Kamar alone planted enough trees to cover all of the telephone poles in Canada. He didn't. He did. But then I was... What is the debate here? Yeah. Then I was was thinking about it. It doesn't even make any sense. So they're just going out, plucking the best trees out there. What they should be doing is using all the scraps from trees that they use to like build houses and stuff. Just build, build particle board. Particle board. Like, come on. What are we doing here? And this is... This is the problem, okay? I get it. Back in the day, 
when they were making cities and, you know, whatever they needed to that first time, fine. They go out, they cut the trees down as we progress as a civilization. And we're so concerned with everything out there. So what should they use? We make no progressions for it. We're just like, Oh, well this works perfectly. Why would we ever change it? We'll just keep cutting trees down until the, you know, there's no trees left in the forest. No are we close? Are we close to that? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm Either, just saying in okay, Canada, listen. Simon, hold on. In Canada, we cut down a lot of trees. Mm-hmm. Timber is a huge part of our exports. Yep. We plant a shit ton of fucking okay. trees. You know what? I'm not I don't have a problem with cutting trees down. Okay. I have a problem with the use of massive trees for just one pole. Okay. Fine. When we could be doing this a way better way. Okay, fair enough. Because I'm just saying, like cutting down the rainforest, the Amazon, uh, like the rainforest in Indonesia, that's a problem. But us clear cutting and then replanting. And I think it's kind of like spitting in our face too, Matt, because they're like, yeah, we're going to cut down all the trees, but then we're going to put them right in your face. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's like killing somebody, but nailing them into the wall. There's a lot less though. They do a lot more wires underground and stuff. Maybe they go in the right direction. Okay. I'll, I'll, I like that. They don't do that because of the trees. No, I saw a brand new one for, just the other day um, about to get installed. Well, that I saw a whole bunch along the canal there. That's why it, it, this but Simon, are we sure they're so telephone wires and not power? I don't care what they are. Well, if it's power, you kind of need it to be wood. Well, yeah. And, and you it would want it to be, be sturdy. It'll be a composite wood, which is just as sturdy as anything else. Come on. Man. No, we know that's not true. Well, they'll just put a tiny little bit of like fucking whatever in it to make it sturdy. X-Factor. No. He's got you there. Okay, man. you know what? It, do, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. You if, guys don't care about the trees. That's fine. Let's move if on. If I was a prime Mars planted a million trees. He obviously cares 50, about the 000, trees. 50,000. Why are you doing this? That's Just a quarter. I, I don't want to get misquoted. Well, it's 50,000. You've planted a pathetic amount of trees, and it doesn't even matter. Others have planted. Did more. you download the porn or not? 99% I didn't do it. <laughs> no, 99% he did it. What are we if talking about? Here? I was prime minister. I'd be going with the program of goats and moats. Goats and moats. That sounds like a program I can get behind. I don't That's know what the, it's for. You need the goats to go through the forest and eat all the shrubbery and stuff because yep. that helps spread the fire. And any town in the area gets a moat around it. And do the goats dig the moats? I don't think you rely on them to that. But while the goats are doing their business, we dig the moats. How about goats, moats, and gophers? Same ring. I know, but you know, we got to get the diggers in there. Somewhere. This is how government works. You come up with an idea that's great, and then the other side comes in and is like, what if we throw in some gophers? How about goats, moats, and backhoats? Backhoes? The- I made a rhyme. But, Hoats. You know. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I, I don't know, but it's apparently it's like about to get really bad. It shouldn't be this bad yet. If you have like a bunch what? of land out in the cottage in the country, you can get like some goats and they'll take care of your whole fucking. Um, Mowing problem. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. They do a good job. And they're just cool to have around. I love goats. Goats are hilarious. Low-key love I like goats. the little baby goats. I'm not sure I'm keen on bigger They goats. get the point where they're If I could get hassle. like, they have this, uh, pygmy goats. Yeah, those little ones that just jump around. The ones they use for the goat yoga, mm, which okay. is fucking stupid, but don't let me stop you. They were talking about wildlife. Uh, conservation is sort of like a self-imposed tax, which is interesting because most people who are hunters are like, fuck you, don't tax me. But even they know. Yeah, no, that it is really socialism or whatever you want to call it. I don't think most hunters know what the fuck they pay for. It is a very um, clever thing that, uh, what's his name? FDR. 
Franklin Delano 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 yeah Roosevelt did because he um, imposed a tax but didn't call it a tax exactly and no one complained about those he convinced them that they were doing it for themselves well it's also not a tax because you have a choice you don't have to hunt if you don't want well in order to hunt you have to pay the tax yeah but my point is there's nothing saying to you you have to go out and hunt you have a choice right like income tax you pay no matter what well i know but it's like you don't need a license to drive you just don't drive yeah you know it's but that too they found a way to tax us there well i know i'm, I'm okay forget it don't worry about it i'm not <laughs> okay don't don't <laughs> don't worry about it you with us there, Kamar? He uh, is there because he's writing a book now about the Beirut bombing nonfiction. I, to the day I die, will always, like, which does that mean? Nonfiction means real. Fiction means made up. Fiction is fact. No. Non. What? It's like the, every time I open my mouth, someone non-fiction, says something like that. I don't know. Nonfiction is fact. Nonfiction is fact? But I'll ne- it's left and right. I'll just ne- I always have to look at my hands. To this day. I just, Sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. That should be the tell. Because truth and fiction would be the same if they were. Great um, song. Bad religion. Yes, fiction is the fake one. They touched on the Ukraine, the North Stream. It's just ridiculous. Uh, that is know. crazy that nobody's talking about that, right? What's even crazier is you know how there's classified information stuff? The news is constantly saying uh, Ukraine's planning some counteroffensive. Wouldn't you not tell? <laughs> that's something you don't like. Putin could be watching CBC. What? They're, but they're I mean, that's on. just like a super clear attempt at a false flag, right? It's it, it would appear a failed. It obviously, would it would appear, and it, that's crazy that just in the past, like I don't know, year, year ish, maybe two, maybe a little longer. There's been two clear the Iran. Um, Missile, you know, when they shot at the American ship or whatever it was, mm-hmm. the airliner, and they tried to blame it on them. They tried to start a war. Yeah, they're not. And then this one, like. They're not switching up the way they do things. But e- Sorry. No, go ahead. It just doesn't seem to work anymore now that there's, like, the internet, and you can find out right away yeah, that the images they're posting like about you Ukraine are from a video it. game, you but know? when you say no one's talking about it, it's like, like, remember the movie Friday? It's like the U.S. is Debo. And when Debo's around, everyone acts a certain way. Well, well, that's what he says. Generals fail. Everybody hides their watches and wallets. But this is my no, point. But generals fail up. Like If you go and say, we shouldn't go to war, they're like, well, you got to go. And if you say, we go to war, then you get your consulting job with Blackstone or whatever. Blackrock. So it's all corrupt. But the sneakiest thing they did was change it from the Department of War to the Department of Defense. Yeah, you're trying to defend the country. That's you're not trying to go to war. Underhandedly. But they do the exact same thing. In order to defend the country, we have to go to war. That's the the loophole, right? And uh, or this like as if you're in a general in Afghanistan and you care about your troops and the whole time you never think about withdrawal. And then all of a sudden you get told and you're like, ah, we don't know what to do. Well, it's weird too. Imagine if you're in like the poorest district in Louisiana. And you're like, why are the roads and the schools so terrible here? And they're like, well, we have this base in Africa that we absolutely need for U.S. defense. You're like, well, how much does that base get every year? Like a billion dollars. You know, like what? Where is this base in and Africa? And they have like, all that money and stuff and they can't even leave these places. Like they, they, 
they seem grossly incompetent. And that's how you succeed. <clears throat> can you give it good advice if your life is in shambles? Yes. You can because you, you, you know something. Most people don't follow their own good advice. I know this. Nobody ever follows their own good advice. No. No one follows their own good advice, but they could give someone some good advice. I yeah. think some of the best advice I've gotten has been from people whose lives are in total fucking shambles. But they said something in the moment where I was like, God damn. Because it goes back to Joe not taking his health advice from a portly doctor. Right, I mean, to that. me, that's just so dumb. That guy might be a great doctor because he doesn't bother working out because he spends all his time studying medicine. Like, And maybe his whole outlook is, I'm just going to get in 40 great years of helping people and then uh, I'm fine. Like, Who knows what that person thinks? And I get it. I just don't understand. Like, imagine, imagine you have a cancer scare and you're Joe Rogan. And they're like, we're going to send you to the Mayo Clinic. You're going to get the best cancer guy in the world. And you show up there. And the best cancer guy is like 50 pounds overweight. And he's You're like, say no? and he's like, I, I can, I can perform a surgery. We can get rid of this thing and you'll be fucking cancer free. And you're like, yeah, but you're fat. That's it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, you don't look like you've ever hit a treadmill. Like, well, yeah, but I mean, I'm a, the best cancer doctor yeah. in the world. That's, so that's crazy. No judgment. All advice that's crazy. heard. Uh, listen, weight. personal trainers. Like if you want to say you can't have a personal trainer who's um, out of shape. I can get behind that because that's a person who's trying to motivate you to do something and they're already at a detriment because you're like, fuck, you can't even motivate yourself to do it. Why am I going to listen to you? That's a little different than um, not taking a doctor's advice. Like they went to school to learn this shit. I don't know. It's- well, I also, it's a weird, like a ton of, <coughs> excuse me, a ton of doctors used to smoke. And it didn't mean that they didn't know it was bad. Like, it's a stressful job. You smoke. I don't know. It's a weird, like, also, Joe, you don't live fully healthy. As much as you take care of your body, you smoke weed. I had an uncle talking last night about Drinks cigarettes. a lot. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Come on. Well, we'll also get into this in the next one. But um, my uncle was talking about how when he was a kid smoking, they were always saying, if it goes to a dollar, I'm quitting. Yeah. A dollar a pack. Jesus. I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah. You forget you. you. It was just so everyone was smoking. Um, actually, we talked about this too. Do you feel there's been a, um, what's the word when you fess up for doing something wrong? Confession. It's a confession, but it's it's uh, you. Um, coming clean. Coming clean, I guess. On uh, the media's coverage of the weapons of mass destruction started that war. Have they, have they, as everyone said, we totally got that one wrong. Was Mr. Lee? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are lots of information going around. And Kamar, we, we know from a ton of things that no company ever admits wrongdoing. They don't. They, they don't. always settle out of court and then they say, well, we just paid $6 billion, but we didn't do anything wrong. I think it's a word or a word to describe throwing yourself at the mercy, sort of. It's like a, a Latin word for. Mea culpa? Mea culpa. Is that what it is? Is that when you. Yeah, you come clean. Yeah, falling on your There's sword. There's been no real mea culpa. No, is, it, is that what it is? Mea but culpa? why, Kamar? That's what that's what the word I thought. Kamar, let me ask you a question. Okay, if you're CNN or Fox, it and, just fucks your credibility. No, no, no. If you're CNN or Fox, and the government comes to you, Homeland Security, someone like that comes to you, and they're like, "You're going to run stories for the next year about weapons of mass destruction, and you're going to just do it." <clears throat> Nothing will ever come back on you, but you, we need you to do this as a matter of national security. And you do it. 
Are you then 10 years later going to come out and be like, we got it wrong? I mean, naive me thinks that's what you do do. And that makes it better. So you own up to something. Uh, it was just that they used the example of all those top intelligence community guys lying about uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. It is a more recent, again, like shouldn't all these people have all their credibility just gone forever? It's like, oh, you know, you get some right, you get some wrong. But isn't that what the deep state does? They rig elections and they cover up like... Like if you're, but that's what I'm saying. Like if you're a CIA guy and you're like, yeah, I tried to cover up Hunter Biden's laptop. Like I understand as an American citizen, you're like, this guy should be fired. But you got to realize that's what they do. They meddle with elections. They fuck. Yeah, I I just feel it'd be a a huge like watershed moment. Wouldn't you also assume that Hunter Biden's most likely some sort of CIA? Is not Maya Culpa? No, like I would assume he's some sort of CIA asset. I don't. Well, I, that's his dad's, 70 His chess. dad's been in the government forever. He's he's He smokes crack cocaine. He's over in the Ukraine doing all sorts of weird fucking deals. Like, I guess if I was, a, if I was trading uh, CIA assets, I'd teach him how to take care of a laptop. Or maybe just forget, miss that Yeah, but day. you forget that crack is like, dude, if you're high out of your mind, um, who the fuck knows? I thought he gave a, a inspirational thought about, like, you know, the divide in America right now, but they literally were at a civil war where they were killing each other mm-hmm. and they came back together. So mm. it's setting a precedent. To say they came back together is interesting. Me, they, they figured it out and you can't get more divided than killing each other. You no, know, you can't. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to, you can either be like, well, fucked. Everything's screwed or, uh, it's going to work out. And both can be true. Um, Elon the Savior. I'm sorry. Simon's not here. Strange hire. He hired just like a, I forget, NBC. Or yeah, she used to be at, I thought it was CBS or yeah, NBC, one of those. But seems like a person that would go Con- back to the continue, old ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, of course, Joe accepts Elon can do no wrong. This is really time for Simon. To but I think she didn't. He, he only hired her as like a CFO, right? Uh, or was it CEO? You're speaking Chinese to okay, me now. Fine. I uh, just, if she's a CFO, she just handles <laughs> finance. He's still like the day-to-day guy. Oh, I think he's got to get out of there. I think he might be causing too much trouble. Yeah, they're probably hemorrhaging fucking money. <laughs> um, But yeah, Elon can do no wrong. Don't read the comments. It's just like such a... You have to be a strong person to not read the comments. First of all, Joe's kind of foolish. Um, I understand what he means in his position. You can't read the comments. It's, it doesn't make any sense. But for small creators, like my biggest mistake is not reading and commenting back on all the comments. That's how you, you're supposed to do that as a small creator. Do you think Joe would like, if just the listenership fell off 80%? He wouldn't care. He's you, already made his bag. You think he wouldn't care? Wouldn't you don't care. think he'd like get a war room together? Like what's mm-hmm. going on? We're, we're hemorrhaging listeners. He wouldn't, he would not care. Just, eh. I was I was hot now I'm not let's just keep it going have my conversations. Well, I mean I don't know how his Spotify deal is written out, but I assume that he gets the bag as long as he puts out the episodes. It is interesting that they questioned his decision. They're that involved. I also thought it was hilarious how in this episode he made it sound like moving over three states as a wildly wealthy person 
was so ballsy. To a place where you're saving so much money in taxes. Like- no, but I think the eyes of Spotify it was. They must have had some connection. Like, you're in L.A., you've got to be in that. He could have gone to fucking Anchorage, Alaska. And, and just flown would have It would have been the does. same show. Like, I don't understand. There's not, like... Listen, if Joe was living check to check and picked his family up and moved to the unknown of Texas, the other guy, he just signed a 300, potentially like $300 million deal, and then he moved two states over. In another universe, Trudeau was super chill, and Joe did his research and found Ottawa was the best place to go, and he opened up the comedy mothership here. No, that's never. So There's much no easier fucking world. for me. The, podca- <laughs> the podcast makes Joe relevant. And I don't know how important that is to him. If there was no podcast, Matt thinks it matters then, at all. Then the mothership, like, you know what I mean? He's not a gatekeeper anymore. He's nothing. There's no. Without the podcast, the mothership. Hmm, well, no, it'll, it thrives for a while, but I'm saying, like, that's, they talk about it all the time. You know? Well, yeah, it's, it will be interesting 15 years from now if the mothership's still running, whatever. You guys are forgetting that he did, he already did the work. Everyone that branched out from him has a wildly successful yeah, podcast. So if his, po- if his podcast goes away tomorrow, then all these other guys are going to be like, oh, I'm at the mothership. I'm at the mothership. I'm at the mothership. The vibe is great. Like you can go on YouTube right now and watch a 30 minute compilation of people talking on their own podcasts. No, for sure. Listen though. But if Joe doesn't have the podcast anymore, he loses some of his power. That's, you know, so I don't okay. know how important that is to him. I don't think it's important at all. I think he would easily just walk away. But I could be wrong. Well, he's got a model to do that because they talked about how Dave Chappelle just walked away and how everyone thought he was crazy at the time. Like, oh my God, what are you doing? Just go Dave to the Ch- show. Dave Chappelle, we don't know. Well, at the time, Dave Chappelle walked away and he didn't even have Joe Rogan money. I bet at the time, Dave was worth $20 million, maybe less. Yes, yeah, probably not that much. They, Dave I'm didn't sure get the contract for the first season wasn't great. For the first two seasons, he made no money. And then don't forget, he only really got the bag once he came back. Yeah, it's just in full circle at the time when it happened. Like, what's he going to do? He's yeah. crazy, vilified by the media because he's not making comments. So they say he's gone crazy, gone to Africa, and then he comes back and it all works out. So you, I just love when he Joe came. has a model to walk away and come back and it'll all work out. I love when he came back and went on Oprah. And was like, who, he goes, who in American history has gone to Africa for medical treatment? <laughs> he goes, Oprah, I'm rich. Love the Chris Pratt. He stopped writing for the strike, apparently. Out of, out of solidarity, yeah. Scott Eastwood is maybe the most amazing person in the world. Scott Eastwood is? They're both, he's just so nice and down to earth. I think Joe really has it in for actors, as we know. Thinks they're full of fakeness, but he thinks Scott Eastwood's a great actor and an amazing guy. Well, he's been on Rogan before. And it, yeah, and if Clint Eastwood was my dad, I'd be amazing too. <laughs> it is uh, the one thing I don't know if we found out before, but his friend gave his book to Chris Pratt. Yeah. That got the ball rolling. That's sort of a neat little serendipitous thing. He says he wanted to be a seal in the and a writer from the age of seven. Seems a little ambitious. <laughs> I didn't know what a seal was. Also, it's very odd at a young age to be like, I'm going to be a crossover success. At seven. But well, I wanted to be a seal, but one of the seals that went in the ocean and caught fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, at seven. Um, do you guys have any issues with a, like a character changing? 
the, the actual actor changing the character. Yeah. I, I don't love it. Three Jack Reachers, multiple Jack, James Bonds. Okay, the Jack Reacher and the James Bond I don't have as much problem with as opposed to like changing Becky on Roseanne halfway through and then changing her back. You know? Oh, I don't, well, I that's, don't like that's, that. that's, that's just weird. The thing oh, with, that's what I thought you were talking about at the beginning, though, was like replacing a character. With James yeah, Bond, re- it's generational, though. Like each generation gets their own Bond. And James Bond is the name of the... Um, agent agent it's well that's what you're you know? like to, yeah they're all 007 you could never have someone playing harrison ford as indiana jones no well you could have a different indiana jones no not called indiana jones yes. it would have to be like something else yeah yeah i just i i'm always like just make something new like hollywood's crazy right now it's just all remakes you guys don't have anything fresh well that we'll get into that uh is there anything fresh with our next guest about music sampling stuff? But um, how fun is it to play a bad guy? I think that's the most fun possible. It would probably yeah. be fun if you were an to actor, really yeah. delve in. And I guess if it's too serious a role, it could be like maybe not to the degree. Like Keith Ledger. Or David Cho said. No, but sometimes, he sort of turned into an asshole. Just mm. so I was not like an asshole. Yeah, but like sometimes it just like uh, you don't have to be necessarily a terrible guy. Like playing Ari. On Entourage, like that would be fun. No, I mean, like a, that's a different kind of villain. A bad yeah, but that's guy. what I'm saying. Like that would be super fun. That kind of I, I don't know, but I guess it depends what kind of bad guy. You can have a lot of fun with it. That's for sure. Just the 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 guy you're fighting. I'm trying. I'm trying to try to think of a. I just you could end up playing villain. it like Nick Cage and Face Off and just fucking. Well, they're just having fun. <laughs> like <laughs> terrible it's a film silly premise. Like, uh, Malkovich and Rounders. He's he's sort of the bad guy. I mean, that's KGB. such a. It's not really mean? a bad guy movie, but yeah, okay. Um, obviously, Gangs in New York is uh, the butcher. The butcher, Bill the butcher. He plays a bad guy. Yeah. I just um, need be- Silence of the Lambs. Anthony Hopkins, Anthony Hopkins. or the uh, Bill Wild Buff- Bill Buffalo, Buffalo Bill. Bill. Yeah, he is a true reader. He actually turns the page. Chump. <laughs> Lost art. It's so old-fashioned. Uh, we all think it's from Wuhan, the lab leak, obviously, right now. But the idea, well, the tell well, was... He thinks that saying that under his breath, the Spotify algorithm isn't going to catch it and give us the fucking blue well, mark under us. They talked about it didn't get a blue. Because um, you're allowed to say that now. It has nothing to do with Rovid. The tell was saying, people were saying it's an attack on science. Like science should constantly be attacked and defended. And someone saying an attack on science is a bad thing is a tell. Of, they're not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys know about that? The uh, I guess He should be a worldwide hero. It was a Russian general glitching the system, said nukes were coming. He should have counter uh, offended, but he didn't. And it turned out it was just a mistake. That would be a whole different history and story. Well, there wouldn't have been a history well, the, the, or a story. That, that was, that was <laughs> would, the end of history. Would have been that. Yeah, that is that. The before four times. Game over. It was a choose your own adventure and we chose. Go go to the end. <laughs> go right to page 99. Do not pass go. I'm surprised with this day and age there's not more coverage of stuntmen and stunts. Coverage? Like just so inside to go to the actor studio or... Like I don't know anything about stunt people, but they... I've done things for millennia to, to make movies <laughs> for better. Millennia. It's just, it, it's just I don't weird. know about millennia. They're the unsung heroes. 
Yeah, I think the thing is, is that a lot of movies are made without stunt people. Oh, people do their own stunts out of raise. No, no, just there's like movies where there's no stunts. You know what I mean? There's movies where like the, the it's just people in a fucking room. Uh, he apparently paid off a guard and climbed to the top of a pyramid. It's a pretty G move. Just to rub it in Joe's face. I, I gotta get out there. Yeah, you don't have the means to understand it's tough for you, Joe. Bob Lazar, the most bizarre. Is that just a coincidence that that rhymes like that? Yes, that's exactly what it is. Bob Lazar, the most bizarre. I think you broke it. I think you broke the whole thing wide open, man. Nobody was sure, and now we're certain. Bob this Lazar episode stunk. That's what you're the getting truth. at. Did you see the, the rocket bike he made? Yeah, I saw a picture. It's not really like, oh my God. It's more, it's even though. It's the fact that it's jet propulsion on a bike. Michu Akaki made a machine with instructions. He didn't just make it. It's more impressive than Bob Lazar's rocket powered bike. Well, yeah, I don't think they were, anybody was comparing the two. Okay. Well, also, rocket bike is very, um, that's like something every kid thought of. Mm-hmm. Not we just didn't do it. Most people aren't thinking of like most, a neutron most, particle. Yes, generator. that's my point. Yeah, like there isn't a fucking seven year old boy out there that it hasn't been like you know it'd be fucking sweet if we just strap some rockets and you on. Start it. with two Roman candles. Sure, and yeah, you can realize see that, that doesn't work. That's what I'm saying. You can see the progression. Whereas, like, yeah, Michio Kaku was like, I'm going to build a particle accelerator in the garage, in the G rage. Um, but we did I ask this question last week? Do we think that there's going to be um? Score on a phone in 10 years from now? A social credit score, you mean? No, just... School on a phone? Scroll on a phone. Like, I'll still be on, say it's iPhone 24. Yeah, there's a good good chance, yeah. 10 years from now? No, I disagree. I think Implant glasses, AR, VR. Yeah, I think this becomes as, like, uh, ancient as a fucking flip phone or a BlackBerry would be. What I listen, this is what I would see if it's going to move somewhere next. It would be like the Apple Watch would be like some sort of yeah, holographic. Expands it. So but, you're definitely not going to have a big chunky but fucking. No, phone. no, no. This is where I disagree is like you still, when you have an Apple Watch, you still need the phone within. People who are using this in 10 years are going to be the poor people. And by that point, the rich people will already have. A pair of glasses or something like you've seen those um but dude the glasses just hear me out the glasses have been around now for half a decade at least that's like maybe even longer and they will not be adopted and you've never seen one well hold in on the wild have you hold on there are some now that are sunglasses they yeah, look Ray-Bans. exactly yeah. like this Everything is here. Like nobody would even know you were wearing them if they could um get that to be a seamless technology everybody would start using them people just don't use the glasses now because they look ridiculous like that woman i saw outside the pool the other day with the fucking um vr yeah with the oculus on my point though is still i don't know i I, the fact that the glasses have to remain on your head all day to like have your phone i think is a barrier right away like a lot of people don't a lot of people that wear glasses don't like wearing glasses 24 7 or for a long period of time i don't know i'm not saying it will move somewhere, but for, you know, since the dawn of the cell phone, it's been a handheld thing. And like, I think the what we're forgetting, too, is the camera is a big part. The camera is almost the selling point of the phone now. Mm-hmm. And you 
you need a sensor like the sensor you we're not at the point yet where the sensor can be smaller than it is as is so you already have the smallest sensor in here that you can get and we want better cameras we, we on you're in from better technology yes we, so we can't help ourselves none of us well maybe simon wants to decouple from the grid my point remains is like the you know the phone itself if if, if this didn't have a camera you might i don't know I, I don't know simon it's it's a good it's a good question my vote would be on no we won't see them i think by or, 10 years or people will use them like people are using flip phones now they'll, they'll use them as paperweights nostalgic to hold down your fucking recipes on your k- kitchen counter i mean simon you don't have airpods i do oh do you yep and do you use them often yep okay so like they're pretty fucking seamless like the fact that when you get a text like let's say you're listening to music yep. or watching a show you know, it just brims, you know, text from Simon the Jew. Yeah. And then it reads it out and I can just say. We're almost there. That's what I'm saying. That already, like. Yeah, I think it's, you're it's not terrible. agreeing with me that we're almost there. Yeah, like I, I still go back to it, though, is like you need something to receive all that information. And you need, you know, the camera is still a big selling. I don't know. I don't know. I agreed with you. Like when the glasses came out, I thought they would be adopted right away. Listen, when memory really becomes memory. You won't, meaning that you're able to hold all that information in a cloud in your brain. You won't need to have this to have things to receive to because it's receiving directly to the most important cloud there is. I, was, I mean, we're, yeah, but he said 10 years. You know what I mean? You're, listen, I agree with you that obviously <laughs> if we extrapolate far enough, yes, of course we go away from this. I, he, his specific thing was 10 years and I'm just, we're nowhere close yeah, to no, what you're this, saying. This is about 10 years. Right? Where we are now from... Well, it came out in 2006. And we're 20... Oh, so it's 20 We're about years. 15 okay. years. I, oh, yeah. We're, yeah, we're about 15 or 16 years now. So that's all I'm saying is like the iPhone... This is still the first iPhone you got. It's way better, way faster, but like size-wise and all the... It's still the same iPhone. I don't know. Would you agree we're in a weird um sorry I was doing too Don't worry about it. Don't Venn worry. diagram of like people dying today might be able to be dead forever. But it's getting like there's enough uh, footage of us just on uh, here that we could all AI could take us and make us live forever. People today might be able to die forever. That's a fucked up thing to say, no? Well, there's not many, though. No, no, I, I, do, I do, agree. Like, I don't know if I'm communicating. No, you, I, no are you are, because are. there is now this record was, in the actual yes, digital yes, cloud. Yes, yes. They can then recreate you. But my it's dad or my grandfather probably didn't have enough record in the digital cloud exactly. to recreate they'll, them. They'll be able to die with dignity. But they have enough of you. So our generation is already too mm-hmm. too far gone. And they weren't born. Listen, it, the second you, anybody who downloads an app... Or anything like that, done deal. You know what I mean? That's you, all it you takes. You might have to live forever. Yeah, capacity. you might be out there forever. Yeah, just a weird observation. And they mentioned, they mentioned video discs, which I guess we talked about in Are You Garbage or whatever? No, we talked about laser discs. Laser discs. This was the precursor to laser discs, yeah. 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 Anyone who got those out there that they don't use, send them to me. So. Right, because we found out that beta was actually the classic. Yes, beta yeah. was better. It was higher quality, but it lost the battle at the, in the end to VHS. He's uh, beta, beta is better. I'm pretty sure that was their... Um, their terrible slogan that never caught on. 
make it the best beta is opportunity. Greta. That's what never caught on. There you go. Yeah. Uh, they tried to border security, which just doesn't affect us because we're on the other border. And uh, until it does, it, <laughs> is, it is ironic though that they have this little slice of border at the bottom that is so heavily fucking secured, and then they have this in. We have the longest land border on Earth. Yeah, it never, it never under, I never understood like getting drugs over the border is such a big deal. There's all this forest. Why couldn't you just get on like a snowmobile? People do that. People did. A lot of people did. People do that. Yeah, tons of people did that. It's just like a no-brainer because it's illegal. That's why you don't. (laughs) No, but I'm just saying, like, we don't even have fences (laughs) on most of our border. You wouldn't even know you're at the border. Yeah. No, you do because there's clear cut. You know exactly where the border is. Oh, there always is clear cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no forest to forest. It's all um, cut down trees. Like ten yards. That's right. Okay. But yeah, we know. You know right away. You know. We know people would backpack. Into there with big pounds of weeds and stuff. Yeah. You're also forgetting, Simon, that like, yeah, they're like, it's open. But if we catch you, it's 10 years. Yeah, yeah. I know. International I drug smuggler. I got it. Have either of you ever read a Salman Rushdie book? No. No. It's, it's so weird what a prolific author he is, but I have no idea what he talks about. Well, he was just anti-religion. Um, satanic verses yeah, was the satanic book. Satanic verses, yeah. You'd think you'd read it. There's so many books I haven't read, like if we're being real. Like classics, it's not, you know, I'm an idiot. That That's, you want to get to? No, don't care. I'm not going to lie to you and sit here and be like, oh, I have a list of all the classics. That I'm, I'm probably not going to get to them. I will say this, though. With AI now, why is every book not just read by Morgan Freeman? That should be an option on Audible. Morgan Freeman should license his AI voice out. It's the easiest. Thing. With AI now, I don't think he'd be was, good for most every books. Book I think he's good for things fine, Morgan hold on. Freeman does. You're, you're missing my point. Redemption. You're missing my point. If I want Tom Hanks to read right, it, you should if I want option. Leonardo DiCaprio, Oprah, I should be able to choose on Audible. If I want Joe Rogan, George Costanza, Bugs Bunny. That's like, coming. That's, that's, I hope so. You're not yearning for something like, well, maybe one day for sure. No, no, that that's like, be. yeah, that's in maybe the next year. That's... Yes, <laughs> that's our big idea. You know, it was this Shawshank Redemption, such an amazing movie. It is, but you forget that he gets raped incessantly. I don't forget that in the beginning of it, and that's not the sisters. Awesome. That's the whole part of the, yeah. But that's the part of the, his arc. Yeah, well, I, I, I forgot. I don't know about, if you ever like see him getting raped or anything. They try and rape him, and he fights back. No, no, you you see him. No, yeah. it's implied. No, Simon's right. You know, you never actually see yeah, the physical never, act, yeah. but he gets it a couple times. And then finally, they step in and help him. You would rather Once that it was a prison movie with zero. It, um, I just forgot that. Because, Simon, you're forgetting. Every time, he, every time he fights back, they do rape him. Yeah, no, okay, <laughs> sure, fine. I just forgot. I just That part uh, escaped me. Okay. Well, don't forget, they, they also made beat the movie a prisoner more to death. They more realistic, and, and that's your, you have a problem with that. We can celebrate a movie where a guy gets raped multiple times. I got to tell you, it's crazy. At trivia, I often ask Shawshank questions, and I can't tell you how many young people are like, I haven't seen Shawshank. Stop asking old people questions. And you're like, holy fuck, that's insane. I mean... I know, I get it. It came out 30 years ago. I understand that, okay? Well, that's interesting you mentioned that. I saw a a posting for a specific trivia night. Where? Yeah, that happens. I think it's happening at the Prescott or something. Office trivia has been done. Seinfeld Just the office or just the one movie or something. We went to the Prescott for office trivia. Oh, that's what it was? Just 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 the the office? Just the office, yeah, 100%. God, we're such nerds, eh? We want to go out, drink beer, and 
flex your novice on TV shows? Uh, we didn't flex. We got crushed. There was a team that didn't get one answer wrong. And they were cool people. No, <laughs> okay. didn't look like they had. Didn't Sorry. look like they had touched grass in a they year. They all looked like Dwight. If that answers yeah, exactly. your question, <laughs> precisely. Thank you, thank you yeah. for doing my work for me. No, you're welcome. Yeah, it was pretty. It was yeah, what you would expect. I guess he got he got on here to help promote him. Um, this was a useless episode. Could have done without it. And he's a writer, so he's not working right now. He had been on Fall already. Day. And yeah, had Jack, the exact listen. same episode. Because all, all of his books are pretty much the same. So I he, just I have a tough time shitting on anything this week because Joe specifically was extra hard on haters. Oh, it's really? Us. Yeah. So, you know, he, he was brought, like, haters he, are just losers he, who are unhappy. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Both did, of those statements He are did true. bring something up that the longer the writer strike goes on, the more chat GPT-4 develops. At what point, like, you know what? We got something that can do. No, it is do. true, though. The, it's the absolute worst time for them to do this because all they need is, like, one winner TV show written by some AI and a lot of people are going to have really obsolete jobs. Dude, a buddy of mine was telling me that this new FBI show class of 91 or whatever it is, class of 90. Okay. He was, he was like, I'm convinced the show was written by AI. He's like, the dialogue is like, he's like, it just doesn't seem like it's written by a human, hmm. which but could it, be what triggered the writer's strike. No, I mean that, or this just could be the answer to the writer's strike, but either way, it might be that moment that, may have never happened or may have taken way longer to happen organically yeah. and they were pushed into it. Kind of like the poker with the... It wasn't the hockey baseball, strike. Baseball, hockey strike, whatever nothing to it do was. With it. Poker, no, there was some reason why strike, people poker, were watching a lot There's no hockey game of, on and uh, poker was just filling the time. Maybe it, was, the it wasn't the hockey. It was, was it, hockey strike. Hockey? People say it all the time, but I'm like, hockey has the lowest ratings of any professional sport. I have a tough time believing that because hockey went on strike, we all started playing But my poker. other point is, like, with the writer's strike, if you write on any show, any movie, any... If you write on uh, YouTube, it's they're still going ahead and putting out content yeah. and stuff. So that's really... Well, it's kind of, you know... It's a double-edged sword. You're part of the union or you're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I have on Jack Carr. I don't know if you guys had any notes or. No, I hated this episode. Jack Carr seems notes? like a great Are guy. Are you being like sarcastic? No, is there, is there anything I missed? Oh no, they, they did talk hey, about the listen, UFOs, but just in the cursory stop. way. Unless you want to give Jelly Roll five minutes, we have to end this. Oh right no, now. I'm happy to end. Yeah. I would have ended it 25 minutes ago. I give it a two. Yeah, I'm with Matt on this one, a, a two, and that's being super generous for this guy. Well, Jack Carr's a nice guy. I don't, I don't like giving this a He's two. A I, don't nice like, guy, I don't like giving anything a two. You can't, I guess, if you're an author mm-hmm. and you're writing books that are very similar, every time you have a new book, you're going to come on and just wax poetic about the same stuff you waxed poetic on last time. That doesn't work for me. Fair enough. And I think this week is just another, no, you know what? Let's, let's keep going. It will definitely be nice once the mothership is like two years old and the luster has worn off. Not the luster, but just like the the cocksuckery that's going on, I think, is maybe... Oh, the flowers that have to come in yeah, every, yeah, time, yeah. every single yeah, time? Yeah, we got to roll out the I red I like the cocksuckery better. I yeah. like that term. Like everyone's got to come in and kiss the ring. And, kiss the cock. Yeah. All right, Kamar, Jelly Roll. 1987 Jelly Roll. Did you guys know him before this episode? Never heard I of him. I had zero idea who this guy was. People had mentioned him. Though. It made sense, though, when he was like, I have a billion streams. I was like, that's probably I why went, I haven't heard I of him. I went and watched some of his songs. He's a good singer, for sure. Oh, he's definitely, you can tell he's got a great voice. 
But um, yeah, I didn't know who he was. Never heard of him. Could you imagine how sad it is if you get into Mitzi's? You go down there, you get in there, and then you're on your phone. What do you mean on your? You're, phone? You're, you're in the bar. You're surrounded by cops. Nobody just, likes you, and you, you have sit to the be corner on, on your phone. phone like people do. But I would probably be. I don't know anyone there. I'm a guest of Joe's, and like, prepare, what am I going to do? I'm going to walk up to Santino, like big fan stand of the podcast, there with arms wide open. Dude, have you ever? Speaking of Santino, have you ever seen Santino do his Bill Burr impression? Yeah, it's hilarious. His face actually becomes Bill Burr. It's insane because they actually look very much the same. Yeah. He's like Bill Burr with hair, pasty. Yeah. He does this thing with his eyes, and he is Bill Burr. It's crazy, man. I don't think I've ever seen. Uh, impression where somebody becomes the person i actually thought it was bill burr that's a good impression everybody should go look at it it's really great sorry go on you don't have to be sorry santino's well i'm sorry because he looks at me like um i'm half retarded for mentioning it i said yeah 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 yeah. i think that's okay yeah simon it's okay if you want it to be okay no 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 i mean just even in with the morality police like you're not yeah, you're, you're not half. saying whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, just yeah, half. Yeah. Totally acceptable. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the key, uh, they were talking about the yonder bags are great. Joe has helped artists, but not all artists can be helped by Joe. Susan Santo. <laughs> yeah, that is so weird. Is, is the example. It's so weird. Uh, they're smoking the cocoa. My only issue with this episode is Jelly knew too much. Like, yeah, he was too. He was scenes. too in the. No, no, he listened. He was like us. He's got a gift of the gab. First of all, I love. I could sell me anything. Just take my money. Like, I just like the way you're talking. But oh, he also fake Jordan's off. Seen every episode and just. <laughs> I knew, agree. Yeah, knew, he, he knew his way around. Yeah, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Uh, the Joey Diaz spot is insane. What do you mean? Whenever you want, I will oh, I yeah. will send yeah. a car yeah. to your house, drive you here, do you 10 minutes, and get on a plane and go back. Whenever you want. Like Joe said, if you have fuck you money and you're not going to spend it, it's what's true. the point? But that's right? the most insane thing. Yeah. In the, and it, I bet Joey doesn't like that. I'm sure he doesn't. I he, get the impression that Joey likes exactly where he is he has no interest in being part of this uh yeah. austin shenanigans he got caught up in austin acting comedy and podcasting and then when he took a break from uh everything during the pandemic as most people did he realized he was just chasing too much the um austin for sure is popping off like there's no <laughs> doubt about that it is something to itself but there is some there's something about what's going on with some of those comedians right now that just seems wholly inauthentic, unauthentic, whatever the word is, where that's what everybody, what drew you to all these comedians was that you felt like one of them. And I think it's just, you know, so there's that weird. You're not feeling like them so much anymore. Divide going on in, well, I'm just saying maybe not everybody wants to be part of that. You know what I mean? I, I, to some people on the outside, if you're already successful, and you're fine with where you're at in life and you're not chasing um, glory or clout or anything like that, it might seem like pretty fucking nerdy right now. I don't know. I'm just like, I get it. Some of it. Anyways, I think there's a weirdness going on there where it's becoming Hollywood and that's what they were fighting, right? Like every uh, 
counterculture is cool until they're not counter anymore, until they're just the culture. And then it becomes lame because then every fucking nerd in the world likes the same thing you like. And that, like, that's how these cycles work, right? But I mean, I can't do the math, but say there's 10 million people in America who are fans who are like, I am going to see a show with the comic mothership. How long does it take for those 10 million people to get through two years or whatever? Well, you don't have to go there anymore. That's the whole thing. You just. I think a lot of people do want to go there, though. Mm. Matt, you'd like to go there. I'm not uh, saying yeah. I would also like to go there. I just, I'm saying if you're like a comedian who's already established and you don't need like the push from Joe, maybe that doesn't seem like the best place to go. You know what I mean? I mean, it's tough. Uh, Listen, it's tough. Like we had this conversation before. If you're a comedian and Joe invites you on. No, no, no. I mean to go live in Austin. Okay. No, you have, you have to go on Rogan. I think you'd be stupid not to, unless you thought that you were going to embarrass yourself. You'd be crazy not to. Too much you do because that's about. the opposite, right? If you go on Rogan and you Adam ruins everything, it yeah, mind you, he had a perfectly fine. There are so many people who hate Joe out there that you could have a career. You know what I mean? Based yeah, of on, course on going on and just disagreeing with Rogan. Them. There are plenty of uh, like, look, the mo- a lot of people out there don't think Joe's funny at all. A lot of people, yeah, civilians. I agree. A lot of civilians, people, yeah, yeah. We're civilians. Think his special. Yeah, I know his specials are not funny. Yeah, his comedy is not funny. Well, He's not he funny, funny on the podcast. He doesn't get jokes most of the time. But you did think he was funny. Well, he went and paid to see him Early, earlier specials. I mean, he's funny. I, I think he's funny. There are way funnier comedians out there than Joe. But Simon, I got to ask you, like, I get what you're saying. I do. But Jelly Roll, for example, is talking about how, like, you know, if you go to Nashville, there's just these writer's rooms where they're all just getting together and writing songs and then singing each other's songs and performing them. And like that, you know, just gets the juices flowing. And like, I could see why I could see why if you were an up and coming comic, not even trying to hitch yourself to Joe's wagon necessarily. Why you would go to Austin. I could totally understand why you would say, listen, I want to take my craft as far as I can. In order to do that, I want to be around as many comedians. Total, totally and it, again, it. it might have nothing to do with the mothership. It might be like, I just do one set at the mothership a week, but I do the Vulcan. I do Brian's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, if you're like uh, an Andrew Santino. Yeah. You do just fine on your podcast. You do just fine touring. But that's why Santino's doing what he's doing. I well, think. I, I, I'm just, Yes. That's uh, we're in agreement. So yeah. there are comedians out there who don't want to go there. That's why I think maybe Joey is one of those guys. He loves Joe and them, but he doesn't want to go live and do that whole Austin thing. I think he's also older. Yeah. Totally. I think if Joey was like 30, he would take the, he would be going there every weekend yeah, on probably. Joe's dime. I would imagine. Well, he would probably live there. That's, uh, That's probably true too. Yeah. But I'm just saying he's got kids. He's, yeah. you know, he loves, he seems to really be liking Jersey. And if you're the king of Jersey and you're Joey Diaz, like it's got to be a good life. But he could probably also walk around Austin loving life as well. So who knows? This is a very emotional podcast. Um, both gentlemen cried at some point. Yeah. Jelly Roll doesn't listen to music past 80s. So that was very interesting. He doesn't look like that. He looks like a SoundCloud rapper. I mean, that can't be true, really, because he does all these... Um said he was a fan of rap. He so does all right these away. collabs with more recent artists. He said he's aware he's about the music, but he doesn't, does not his jam. Yes, yeah. But I, I think. Yeah, but he also said he listened and loved hip hop. So yeah, that's impossible. Yeah, yeah. I think that was just a kind of a misspeak by him. 
I understand what he's saying. Listen, I could make that. I listen to a lot of pre-80s music. Like, I would say 60% of the music I listen to is pre-80s. I love Motown. I love all that shit. James Brown. I love that shit. That is my bag. But I also, I was born in 83. So it's crazy to, it's crazy to assume that I didn't listen to any music post the year I was born. They did the Jim Croce sing-along. I thought that was super cringe. I can't stand when they sing along at Rip. I mean, Joe, especially if the Joe if the special. singer wants to sing along, fine. No, that's interesting because I was singing along sa- with them. I love we that. We said, song. remember when Snoop was on and he sang along to his own song that that should never happen again. So he did it well, though. That was his own song. No, I know. I just Joe should never be singing. There's no reason for Joe to sing. There's no reason for Joe to sing. Zero, zero reason. If he wants to play a song, that's great. It's nice that we get to hear music on the podcast now. But you don't like it when like I put on a song in my car and sing over the song. Why, Matt? I would love that. Nobody likes that. I would love that. No, you would hate that. I would trust love me. that. If you even put a song on while I was in your car, I would be ecstatic. You would not like it. And There's usually four f- unfuckable nerds talking about aliens or Bigfoot or conspiracy or something when I get in there. Okie doke. <laughs> Did you listen to any of his songs? No, I didn't. I think he sort of sounds like Chris Cornell a little he, bit. He has a great voice. But not your not I mean, your not really my jam. Like, mm-hmm. that's too slow and like... I mean, he's clearly very country-influenced. Like well, he's, he's from Tennessee. Yeah, I get it. I'm not shitting on him. I just, I want, you know... And I like country music. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a, I'm not, not a fan of What I thought music. the most glaring thing about this is no talk about health. Yeah, because like he's got a little he had bit a heavier. To- yeah. no, no, this guy's huge. Huge. I mean, his name's Jelly Roll. But he's huge. <laughs> well, this is another just one of those Joe um, selective deciding when he's going to uh, stand up for all his beliefs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah, like <laughs> Kamar said, this guy is gigantic. You guys are really fucking hard on this guy. Give him a goddamn break. Well, like no, I'd like to be a bit healthier so he, can, so he can continue. He must be like four He's not bills? 400 no? pounds. Okay, no okay, fucking okay, way. Okay, 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 oh, he's okay, over okay. three. He's over three. Okay, I doubt it. I bet he's 280. Oh, no, 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 he's no, got to no, be no, over no, three. No, he's a large, large man. Come on, come on, come on. Here, we're going to find out. I think if he's a comedian, Joe might have words for him. I doubt he's over 300. But as an artist, you let him I'm going to guess. I'm going to say that he's 360 pounds. It's the weight pounds. game. 300. Do you know how fucking big 360, yeah. 360 is? Uh, it's not you guys that are big. Fucking wild. After a while, it's not that big. You guys are fucking wild. He's a large fella. So he weighed more than 400 pounds and nearly lost a leg to diabetes before his stint on the show, during which he lost 184 pounds. That so let me two, just. Let me, yeah, let me find his weight right now. Healthier 270. Okay. I said 280. You're spot on. You guys are being harsh. He was a big boy, and he lost a shitload of weight. Plus, a year from now, he could be down to like 220. I I hope he is, because I I don't mind mind me some jelly roll. And hold on, that could explain why Joe didn't mention it. You're not going to shit on a guy who's already lost 180 pounds who's still on his journey, right? That would just be be a real explanation. Oh, no, he lost 180 pounds and then gained it back, so... Tough to say. Yeah, I can't <laughs> find no, just, just Joe gave him the right musician now. pass. Whatever yeah. got you to this point is what gets you to this point. 
He weighed 478 pounds, and by July he 2021, he had lost boy. 60 pounds. So, listen, I'm not so far off, okay? I don't think I was insulting the man so much with my 400-pound um, It was just a notable, noticeable omission from Joe about, have you ever thought of getting an exercise bike on your no, bus? No, well, he talked about him doing workouts and stuff. They next just, week, the table's going to have an extra 12 inches to it. It's going to have super reinforced... Uh, <laughs> studs obviously jelly roll star with the juggalos i don't think that came to i didn't surprise. know that they said that on this episode yeah he his kept, first concert the, was with juggalos he, he was on the the uh the gathering. The gathering yeah those oh okay i see gotcha gotcha performing. Gotcha, 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 gotcha gotcha but i mean that doesn't come as a surprise if you look at him i'm surprised you haven't been to the gathering me too i thought they have, they have just aged out yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought it, yeah. Jelly Roll, when I first saw him on there, not knowing what he was, I thought he was that guy who does all the like jackass stuff on the internet. Yeah. That huge fat guy who like staples his tongue to his fucking dick or the whatever. I've been hitting the dick with every ball every, on earth. I thought, because they had just talked about that guy. So I thought, oh, wow, Joe is just, you know, pulling him right out of his That ass. guy will never be on Joe's show. Okay. The guy who hangs out with long neck, yeah. That yeah, guy will never. Guy. Neither of those guys will ever no. be on Joe's show. No, they're, well, they'd they're, have to win the Nobel Peace Prize and find an alien. Maybe like, there's Joe no fall, fucking maybe, maybe way. Well, long neck might be an alien. So <laughs> maybe okay. Joe does fall off and just just get oh. desperate. And goes <laughs> out be, the becomes like Jerry, Jerry Springer card. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. rest in peace. Goes the Doctor Phil route. I like that. Uh, I like so that. he made a bunch of bad decisions, getting incarcerated and stuff, and DMT changed his life. Because he heard it on Joe Rogan. It's really full circle. I mean, it was just... Uh, breaking down hallucinations never works well. Um, the Evan Tanner beard story, that's where Joe started crying. Cause he, I, I didn't know he grew a beard because that guy passed away. It was emotional. Talking about Kill Tony, the best show ever. Bob Dylan, first rap song. What do you guys feel about that? Well, then they played Dylan. one earlier. Cooking up the basement. And then Joe pulled a bigger one. And I think that oh, was, was the first rap song. From the 40s. Mm. The first rap. I mean, I remember I remember Parker always claiming that was the first rap song. The, the one that Joe played? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'd seen the video, but uh, Parker, obviously. Obviously. Look at In apartment kids, 34. Something you did, that one? Whatever it's the mixing up the medicine yeah. with the video where he's he's got the, the um, like all the lyrics are on the sheets and he's just pulling them up every, yeah. Did you guys feel you had to rep the music that represented you in school? Rep it? Like you couldn't you couldn't wear a I don't think I, oh, wore I would too much, oh, I would only wear bands I listen to. Something Shirts Yes, yes, only yes, I yes. Listen. I would never like ironically wear a yeah. Metallica shirt. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Cuz if I wore a Metallica shirt it meant I liked Metallica and I could only So 100% you yes, relate to yeah. that. You had to rep your music in your school. I mean, the way you're saying it is weird, well, but he, I'm the way he said it. But it, I'm with you. Just, yeah, I guess that's what I did. I didn't realize I was doing. I don't think it. past grade eight, I ever had a band shirt. I mean, I wasn't a rap, and I never like I didn't have. Oh, a, I had plenty. Every time you never we, had any rap shirts. Every time never we'd once. go to a punk show, I'd buy a shirt. So Beastie I had Boy like shirts a, and never shirt had a Beastie from Boy all shirt, sorts no. of different shows. Like, um, yeah, Rock Junction, grade seven and eight. I bought a lot of like stupid, like I don't know, Megadeth. No, like offspring, mm. no use for a name, that kind of bullshit. But then after grade eight, nothing. Interesting. I spent all my money on CDs. I had a ton of CDs. Like I buy, I would buy or steal like five to ten CDs a week. 
I was so good at stealing CDs from HMV. It was fucking staggering. Statue limitations. Uh, oh no, I got caught eventually. Oh. So uh, sampling is is the wildest thing that it, we recycle our own art and it becomes familiar. But sometimes you'll hear you'll hear a sample first and you think that's a song. There, Much more when you're younger. There are so many in Beastie Boy songs, and oh. then you hear the original, and you're like, "Holy shit, that's what this is from!" But it's super cool, right? Amazing reusing it and we sort of it's like past it's like we've said music isn't like nothing else we know what puff daddy song is it that sting sued him for every breath i take he gets 100 percent of the profits from that song from now until 2053 he pays him two thousand dollars a day 2053 um i honestly i swear by it but like hip-hop is a gateway to every other music. Exactly. Like, and there's no other music like it. I don't think there's negative to sampling. I mean, I, it's a bad sample, a bad song, but... Well, as long as you... I, I think the thing is, is... Stealing it? Giving credit where it's due. Like, mm-hmm. Pharaoh Monch famously bankrupted an entire record label with one song, all because they didn't clear the sample. So you... Well, it's now impossible to... What? Clear a sample? No, to steal a sample and get away with it. Well, now that there's chat GPT, couldn't you just make samples that are like so close but not exactly? Well, I feel because yeah, you're it'd, drawing it'd from be like all different. When they make uh, mm. meth in gas stations and they just change one molecule. It, it hasn't happened yet, Matt. Yeah, exactly. But chat GPT, chat, chat exactly. GPT doesn't make music. It's not a. It's a lyric thing. So you're not like the same. Okay, it doesn't. But the next generation will like it. Can't if it can do that. How long is it before it tackles music? Sure, I'm just... I, if you can teach it to write a screenplay, I'm sure you could teach it to write power chords. Like, have you ever seen that thing where... Um, what's his fucking name there? He says these four chords every song from 2000 on, and then he plays every song using those four chords. It's like... Yeah, I understand that. I'm just saying that as far as sampling goes, I think there's a... I think there's a very specific, I don't know, like everyone does it differently. Like DJ Premier, for example, when he makes a beat, he goes to past hip hop songs and he'll pull like four samples like Nas is like, and he, and that's how he creates the hook. You don't have to write a hook for a DJ Premier song because he creates the hook using cuts and samples. And then there's like the Dilla way of sampling, which pretty much the whole world uses now, which is like slightly offbeat using very odd, sam- like Dilla sampled fucking bossa nova, Italian music, spaghetti westerns, all sorts of shit. Kamar, there's nothing better than sampling in music. And generations are such that, like when you hear a, like a remix of a Keisha song, but it's, you know what I mean? Even newer music, it's, yeah, dude, I sampling, remember, and they think that's their, their song. I remember someone played a song and, uh, didn't pee on the floor. He hasn't moved. All right. Well, I don't know what you're stepping in. Um, what were we just talking about? Sampling and just people thinking that this is the song. Oh, yeah. I remember at work like a couple years ago, someone played a song and they're like, the song's so good. And I was like, it's a Portishead. They just stole a Portishead song. And she was like, what are you talking about? This is a this is a brand new song. And so I played the old Portishead song. Like, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a very famous Portishead song. And yeah, she was like, holy fuck. Because sometimes it's just a song with different lyrics over 100%. it. 100%. Yeah. But it, I fair play to everyone. Like you said, as long as credits to give it what credits do. It didn't sound like the America I know that he, because he has a criminal record, he's barred from society and can't. Why, you lose all your rights money, once you're... But money talks to get into a gated community. And if 
He comes back and gets a pardon. Then they're like, yeah, move in. I mean, he needs a part. Like, it's, those pardons are tough. You got to get it from the state governor. But I'm saying he should have enough money to, he found a house and they're like, you can't live here because of your criminal record. I mean, it's ridiculous that it happened to him when he was a, a, a minor. I think that's heinous. Well, the, 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 the criminal record is from then, but now he's a successful, like one of the biggest stars in the world. Well, not biggest. He's big yeah, and yeah. he's a star. Look, Kamar, they really are trying to stop you from committing crime. And he's trying to give back to the community. So it seems like he's doing everything right. And he's seems like a good guy. Seems like a great dude. Um, his uh, wife is a prostitute. Like he's, he's real proper trash, former prostitute. Where is this wetness that you speak of? Weird. He got canceled for doing an opener up song with uh, Andrew Schultz. Yeah. Thought that's funny. He, he didn't a, get canceled. Well, he, he just yeah, I know, but you know, uh, he, I think he got dropped by somebody. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, oh, no, dro- it, you know what I mean? Now like, he's out the other side. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting canceled is like a, have a new word. It's a very he, weird. Yeah, he hit a he hit a speed bump in his success. Um, he has a documentary coming about him, which will surely put him over the top. In that, he will um, resonate with a large cross section of a. America. Blue collar. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, it's he, crazy that he is as famous as he is, and I had never heard of him. Like, that's how either disconnected I am or just how big everything is now. That I think it's the second thing, less than the first. I mean, we are disconnected. Like, it's we're a not, combination of the two, I'm sure. <laughs> but I think it's probably 80-20. Mm-hmm. Like, as disconnected as you are, this guy's not, like, you've heard of Ariana Grande. You've heard of uh, Selena Gomez. Like, I'm... I've heard of the guy who gets kicked in the balls. Have you guys heard of Zach Bryan? No. He's we, a Western guy? They were talking about him. He's yeah. the, He was a Navy guy. Then he started doing music. You've heard his songs on... Um, I'm sure I have. Yellowstone, for sure. He's awesome. I would, I like, really, really good. My point, though, Simon, is like you can make a great living with a million solid fans. You don't need mm-hmm. um, people that are out there like just because I haven't heard of you doesn't mean you're not making a great living. And I think rock sort of falling apart or losing its way, like MGK's rock band or whatever, and rap being so popular has allowed music, country music to really solidify itself as it's country and rap as far as I'm concerned. I mean, there's, Taylor there's, Swift still makes a lot of money. She's country. She, she started out country. I mean, whatever. she did. I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's country or rap. What about um, Ariana Grande? You got your pop stars on the peripheral. I don't know, man. I mean, uh, like, what about that redhead kid? Ed, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. What about uh, pop Harry there? Like, I just, I think you're not right. I think there's still a big uh, demographic of other music. Also, you're forgetting about K-pop, which is fucking massive. Yeah, well, not to me. I, well, I mean, my <laughs> peripherals. Listen, Rockstead, let's just move on. Cut, songs where, the, and he used a perfect example, Fire and Rain. You know that song Yep. from James Taylor. He yep. wrote it about his friends, bought a ticket for his girlfriend to come see him. That plane it's crashed. The wife, it, what do you mean? Okay, whatever. He bought the ticket for his wife. No, he did not. It was a surprise. Okay. It was a surprise. He did not know she was coming to see him. Then they'd say, James, we got Susanna ticket, but the plane crashed. And that's how he found it. And that's mm. the tragedy of the story. But just the idea of... I've seen some days that the, I thought would there's rap, there's rap songs where they tell a story, but it's hard to follow. Country's 
really easy. Yes. To sort of follow. Really, the story. You think, I think it, I think rap in certain cases is like listening to you trying to talk, where I have no trouble deciphering what you're saying, but Simon sometimes might not. But I think certain rappers, it's very easy to follow. Along. Yeah, no, they are, and I like those better. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. And you can follow rock song stories. Like it just, what are you even talking about? Also, Kamark, there's something about Jamie's rap. Got there, a are, gun. Yeah, there are no new rock songs. That's what I'm saying. So I have to get country music or nothing. There's also something about rap where it's almost like a, a good thing if you have to go back and dissect the lyrics to For pick them, up. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying as a listener too, like as someone who loves rap, it's great to go back and be like, holy shit, I missed that like double entendre there. I didn't, oh, I didn't catch. And there but, are new rap, there are new rock songs. You're wrong about that. There's Imagine like, Dragons. those guys who wore the fur coats there, you know, that Main whole skin. scene. I don't know um, who that is. Bloodhound Gang? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, come on. You know who I'm Oh, like Mumford and Sons? There you go. Yeah. yeah. Mumford and Sons. Those are the I think they're coming yeah, fur Bruce coat Fest. wearing. Really? They got some great songs. Yeah, they'll be they'll be watch. How about this? In rap, you have to have beefs. They they attack each other. Country music. He was supportive of all the other artists. Like they're they're a lot more collaborative. I find. Yeah, but rap. No, is, there are plenty of beefs in country music. One. Listen, Kamar. Rap is interesting. Name one. Well, I don't even know one country music star. So I'm sure there's plenty. Rap is uh, like. I worked at hip hop clubs my whole life. Well, my 20s, I guess, so for a decade of my life. And, like, it is what it is, Just dude. say it. Rap is built on violence. That's where you want to go. But I don't you... want to say rap is built on violence, but, like, hey, I was watching a documentary about the, crap, the crack epidemic in South Central, and they were talking to this ex-dealer, this big-time dealer, and he was like, he was like, it was so tiresome. He's like, it's so tiresome being a gangster all the time. He's like, you can't laugh at anything. You can't show any emotion. He's like, you're just a gangster all the fucking time. And he's like... It's the worst shit ever. And like, it's so funny because like every hip hop show, people would be like, oh, what? Just because we're black and because it's hip hop. And like, and then they do some shit where you're like, well, yeah, you guys, every one of you tried to steal a bottle from behind the bar. So guess what? Like, I don't know. It's, it's, you know where there's not giant fights? Taylor Swift shows. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's 13 year old girls of those. So it's <laughs> just, I'm just joking. No, but like, but no, you're right. Listen, I've been to a lot of rap concerts and I've been to a lot of rock concerts and it's a totally different vibe. Look, I went, I would, I worked hardcore shows where it looked in the middle, like the objective was to beat the living piss out of each other. But if someone fell down, everyone then picked that person up and it seemed more like. You're talking about a punk show now? Like a. No, hard, like hardcore rock. Like it was called hardcore. That's what they called it. And they'd just be swinging arms in the middle of yeah, like a. Yeah, but like a mosh pit. This wasn't a mosh pit, though. That's specifically it. A mosh pit was like people jumping around, bumping into each other. These guys throw like swinging leg kicks and like full mm -hmm. punches yeah, into no, the I've, fray. I've seen those guys. Yeah. I thought that was just a mosh pit. Either way, my point is, is you'll see those guys looking like they're beating the shit out of each other, yet they pick each other up. But at rap shows, I've only ever seen like the worst kind of violence ever. Mm. Like I've been spit in my face probably eight times and it was always rap shows. I don't think there's anything like the Grand Old Opry in any other type of music. No. That's another reason country music's cool. There's no, like, mecca for rap music? Uh -uh. I was also in Vegas for the, for the rodeo, and it's fucking nuts. Joe's not lying. It's crazy. There's fucking, like, legit cowboys everywhere. Well, 
go to fucking the uh, Calgary Stampede. That's like you'll see cowboys this everywhere. Is the same. That's Canada, and that's way up north. Oh, I know, you know. But I'm just saying, like it, your fucking Yellowstone show. They all, mm-hmm. it's nuts. People really live like that. And yeah. then uh, Jelly Roll said he always was in the 80s, but he says he's still Rockstar Kelly, which obviously is after the 80s. What's your view on that? Art over the artists? Art or artist, and if they've done something that's like totally unacceptable. No, I don't care. So hold on. Hold on a second. Okay. You don't care so far. I still no, 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 hold on. What if Jeffrey Epstein had been a musician? Would that be okay? You wrote my favorite song. Then you're still cool. What if um, the guy who shot up Sandy Hook had made an album? Would you still listen to that? It was my that? favorite song. That's crazy. I'm hold sorry, on. I, I don't crazy. get it. So when R. Kelly comes on, do you leave the room out of solidarity no, for his no, victims? No, no, no. I'm he just doesn't not, even know it's R. Kelly. I, so I'm not out he can't like, protest. Uh, purchasing R. Kelly music in any way. But he's incarcerated, so you're not helping R. Kelly by streaming, buying, purchasing. Like, there's no, you know, you're not, it's not like he's living in a better cell. Forget the money for a second then. And I'm not saying I do this because I don't even listen to R. Kelly, so it's kind of a moot point for me. But, like, if you, let's make up, uh, who do you love? Um, Yeah, perfect. Um, Let's say Jay Dilla. Mm-hmm. turned Deceased, out yeah. to be like a really bad pedophile. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking like Jimmy Seville mm-hmm. type pedophile had a ring, had, you know, been getting little rap kids to his place for years. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't taint it for you. That, I, that taints it for me. If I found out like, sorry, I'll let you answer in one question. Yeah, I, the Beastie I, in Boys. One second. Let's say Mike D was a hardcore pedo. You yeah. can't listen to the Beastie Boys anymore? I would, I'd have a huge problem with that, yeah. Especially, you didn't answer the question. Could you still listen to the Beastie Boys? I don't Having know. A, I haven't been put in that situation. I was going to give you the example of like... By the um, way, Mike S- D is not a pedo. Somebody turns out to be like a Holocaust denier. Mm-hmm. Well, Mel Gibson, perfect example. Like You told me to watch Apocalypto two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. I know. And that I hits pretty close to home for ever you. go to any <laughs> of his movies. Listen, I went a long time and never watched one of that guy's films. I understand. I still, I'm still with Kamar where. No, I think it depends on the crime, dude. And I think you guys are, are deceiving yourselves if you think like everybody has that one thing that's too far, you know, and it's different for every person. Listen, let me give you an example. Okay. If you, if your favorite musician wrote a song and listening to the song, it just seemed like an innocuous song, but then you found out they did some really weird shit and then you read the lyrics back and all of a sudden the song is super weird. That maybe is a little bit different, but like Jay Dilla, let's use him as an example. He made beats. So like there's no real message in the beats. It's, I, I don't know, Simon. I don't it know. depends on what they did. I no, think I still we think the answer, no, I still think the answer is no. I think you're wrong. I think it really, like if that person... Skin think, children and ate them. I you would boycott their the music. Song slaps. No, no the song slaps. No, I think that Michael Jackson stared at child at children's anuses. Okay, I think he was into yeah. some weird shit. We don't know it for sure. No, but if we knew for sure that Michael Jackson skinned kids and then fucked their dead bodies, you would not listen to his music. This is crazy, guys. Come on, that's. I just gave you the perfect example. Skinned and but hold fucked on. You dead went to children. Like, you, went, yeah. you went literally to the Jeffrey Dahmer, like one in six. Well, let's, okay. So how about just fuck children then? Well, we think Michael Jackson did. Gary Glitter used to listen to this song. 
Huh? The jam. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. That guy fuck kids. Dun, 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 dun. Well, they shouldn't hey. play that at they, sports they, songs they, they, anymore. They did stop playing it. That sounds that like a real Sandusky vibe to me, you know. Look, you can virtue signal all you want. Music, hey, is music. dude, I don't think this is virtue signaling at all. I think I'm being a realist here, and you guys are trying to virtual signal how fucking no, if no, we had woke a concrete example of you. a song I don't think listen anymore. Woke? I don't know, anti woke. I don't even know anymore. He hot. used he even used the example of Mel Gibson. And then I told him that he told me to watch Apocalypto two weeks ago. So he has limits. Have too. you watched it? I put it on and I was like, I'm not watching this. Okay. So um, limits. That's a really good point, Matt. Mel Gibson, whose father denied the Holocaust and he made some rude remarks to his girlfriend. Um, I could probably get by that if the movie was good enough. But if Mel Gibson like personally killed Jews? No, I probably would, right? If he was like an SS officer who then came over and became a director, the same way I'm not out like wearing Werner Von Braun shirts, even though I like people going to the moon allegedly, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Anyways, anyways, again, like I said, I think you guys are just kind of... No, like I said, when Michael Jackson Jackson comes on, you still listen to the song. You don't don't, leave the room. I hate Michael Jackson. I've never liked his music. And we don't know what he did. That's the problem. I'm saying if you had concrete proof, that might be a little different for you. You don't know what Michael did. Michael could have been like a guy who was... um, because he was chemically castrated, he was mentally stunted and actually thought that he was that age and was like, I don't know what the story, we don't know. I'm saying though, if Jimmy Seville had like a hit record, you would not be listening to it. And if you did, you'd be a fucking sicko. Why? (laughs) Because Jimmy Seville was a a really bad dude. I understand that you're missing. So if so, so we shouldn't support his music. He is dead. It doesn't matter. His he shouldn't what be able are you, to go stop. down in history. What are you supporting as, at that point? I don't understand. So if you're for if you're like this dirty pedophile wrote this banger song, are you supporting him at that point? Like I'm I'm very lost. They're dead. They're yeah. no longer here. Well, I guess the the fear would be that that song becomes popular with people who don't know what Jimmy Seville did. How often does that happen? Who knows how often it happens? Look at you, Mr. Fear for the kids over here and the safety. Like, you're the most puritanical person. Like, who will? It's not, it, I, I'm not, it's not even about the safety of the kids. It's like what you're comfortable with, you know? Okay. So, like... Like, if you found out that Jay-Z um, was Ted Bundy, he was a... Um, he eight people and he had killed 25 gay men. Like, I, I don't know if, yeah, he still wrote bangers, but maybe nobody listens to his music anymore. If you found out that the first person that made jeans was a wicked anti-Semite and they were in the SS, would you still wear jeans? You, those are two totally different things. You're yeah. asking me like the first person who invented rap. We're not getting anywhere with this. Not getting with this. Um, no, but I, it's a legit question. If I found out that like, would you buy, would you buy a Mercedes Benz? If you had the money, money's not an issue. You have all the money in the world. Simon's a hundred millionaire. Would you buy a I Benz? mean, I don't know what I would do personally. My parents went 40 years not buying Mercedes or BMW or doing anything German. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. Let's revisit this in the post, Joe. Um, <laughs> we're not revisiting shit. Well, it's just, we're not, yeah, get, go, we're not go, moving go. forward yeah. at all. No, in this. First of all, we're two hours in. So Fine. unless you guys want to give the fucking ape guy like 20 that, minutes. That too. That too. No, we can be done with Jelly Roll as far We're as about as to go as down as a bird hole in the next five days. They 
Professor Love for But birth. we should have done Jelly Roll first. I fucked up again. Yeah. Uh, the principal, yeah. I don't think they realized he changed the name to Symbol not to be wild, but to get out of a contract. Mm-hmm. And then they ended with Freebird. It's a great guitar solo. Great guitar solo. And there's a feud that's not rap. Skinnerd? Skinnerd and um, the Southern man don't need me around anyhow. No, that's 40 years old. Okay, fuck both of you. Me? What no, did I do? No, not you. Matt. I give it a three. Fuck you twice, Kamar. There you go. I'm done. I give it a three. I give it a three as well. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill. And we should be right back. Keep your eyes open. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. There's 24 hours in a day, and if eight of them are supposed to be spent sleeping, that leaves you with 16 hours a day. Now, how many of those hours do you think you spend on yourself? There's a good chance that you spend them caring about others because that's what good people do. We care about others. But at the same time, you could be neglecting yourself. And what we don't realize is that when you neglect yourself, the care or help you may try to be given to others might not be that good. Therapy can help you find a nice balance in your life so that you can concentrate on yourself while still being able to concentrate on others and help them with their problems. Because after all, you got to help those around you that you love. Speaking with a therapist at the bare minimum can help you start with a plan. After all, failing to plan is planning to fail. So it's good to go out there with a plan in mind. And a therapist can help you get that plan on track, help you keep your eye on the prize. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash J-R-E-E today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We're back. Thank you so much to BetterHelp. Go check them out. There will be a link in the description. Kamar, last one of the week, name and a number. 1988 James Reed. You guys really fished your wish here, didn't you? Creator of Chimp Empire. I mean, we never asked for him to be on. No, but we you guys willed it into existence, I would say. I think maybe it's more Simon than A Kamar. lot of chimp talk. I got to say, though, just off the jump, Joe, I kept thinking my Spotify was fucking up. Because there was multiple times where Joe kept being like, but it's just weird seeing them attack other chimps. <laughs> like, he couldn't get over that single... I don't think anyone can. Well, this guy obviously could. I guess Why? once but you're me, there. But let me ask you a question. Like, you see the way humans treat each other. There's no difference, is there? Well, we have like religion or color or something like that. Dividers. If they, you, I just they have way less dividers. If you watched like an adult human eating a baby, a baby human, it would be very hard. I understand. But when you. But, it would be easier to watch them eat a full grown human. Okay, I'm just the, saying, but when you, you know, when you watch us bomb an entire village with a drone, there's not much difference. Someone were guarding a territory. We've just found more sophisticated ways of doing it, right? But at the base level, there's, I get it. It's just the act of watching. Yeah, I, I understand, but. What I found strange is as a human introduced to the series, Whoever is the first tribe you see, I'm on their side for some reason. 
Yeah, there's probably a better group of chimps, well, but you, yeah. I, I don't know different, but just the bias you just put on me because I'm interested. Well, did you, them. like, right away, I became an Outsiders fan. Because right away you realize, oh, these Outsiders were all the guys who were just pushed out of that group. Even then, I find that that hard to... They just look the same. I mean, only when you put the names, maybe that one guy, Miles... Had a sort of different face that I sort of recognized, but you couldn't. I couldn't tell you who was who, and that's what makes it surprising that they are. Like, a, it's crazy that they've been working on for forty years and don't know how they communicate. Right. Well, they've learned things about how they communicate. They have ideas, but there are some things they still don't understand. We really don't know. But how? What? What signals are? But hold on, hold on. Sorry, there are some things they do know. Yeah, after 40 years, we've gotten pretty far. Considering that there's a massive language barrier, I mean... Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, you could, yeah, they You're looking at it like the glass is half empty. Simon's just looking at it like... They don't understand how they communicate without speaking like that, but they understand a lot about their communication. Like, we don't understand how whales... Commu- we don't understand their language, but we've learned a lot about the way they communicate. I don't think they understand how they know that that's someone from another tribe and I don't like them yet. That could all just be well, smell. Well, hold on. That is, I think that's one is pretty obvious. Yeah, like you... The, the same, same way, way when you walk into someone's... from other packs know that those guys don't belong. Like I, I don't know that. You guys know a lot more about nature than I do. No, forget nature. You know how when you walk into someone's house for the first time, it has a smell. That's the smell of their house. But then you go there 10 times and all of a sudden you can't smell it anymore. Because like you're accustomed to it, it's kind of I, I assume it's kind of the same thing, just on a more primal level. It's, Plus, if you think about it, they live they live in the same spot for the whole time, right? Like they don't leave that. No. So They're, you become you're so aware of you're I, hyper aware of all the smells, senses, sights. You know every tree. I'm I sorry. think no, no. I think a lot of it has to do with um, the fact that. Like you're saying, all chimps pretty much look the same or all penguins look the same or all whatever look the same. Those babies from birth know their parents by smell. They know their family by smell. Like a, a penguin can't tell. I'm telling you, that's how. No, no, or, but what I was going to say it, is. Even uh, by chirps, by noise. What I was going to say is we're also looking at it from our point of view where we're like, they don't look the same to us mm-hmm. or they all look the same to us. Like we could easily go, oh yeah, every chimp looks the same to me. I couldn't, but. That's right. We must look the same to them too. A hundred percent. Yeah. Anyways. Well, we got to the bottom of that is that there's been people there for 40 years. So they just treat. Why they're calm around the people. Yeah, yeah, when they first started, it was really hard. But that's what makes this series so amazing. And I told you guys about this before. When I first watched the original Nagogo, whatever, Mm -hmm. it was all different monkey, all different chimps. They live like 20 years. And many of those chimps are now the outsiders. And that's why you were an outsider. Well, no, just in general, like the outsiders, you know, they made it seem like they were the bad tribe. But once you understood what was going on, those women feels for them. They were rejects from from like they weren't good enough. They were too old or too useless to live at um, Nagogo anymore. Well, it's all Nagogo, whatever they call that group. And I don't know. Those guys seem like assholes to me. Look how they treated fucking Gus. I got to give Joe a bunch of credit here because we do shit on him fairly often. This was like a, a, this was truly a podcast where Joe shined as an interviewer. For sure. Like, and I I know it helps that he's really interested, but even apart from his interest in 
chimps and their like society. Dude, he was asking all the right technical questions too. Like, how do you film this? What kind of cameras do you use? What kind of lenses? How do you get so close? Like what? And you know what he didn't do? Which he usually does. He didn't mansplain anything about chimps to this guy. He didn't tell him the story about the chimp getting his face ripped off because he was, or ripping the face off because he was jealous. Like, he, he just, did a little, well, he did some, he, he asked him politely at one point, have you heard about this guy? Not Rick. What's his name? Yeah, I know. Strauss, who not, it doesn't, I forget his name, but he was like, have you heard of his work? And he was like, no. And he went briefly into it. But again, I think that was Joe maybe. Well, he actually didn't know that. No, so, exactly. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. But, but truly like I was blown away by Rick Joe's. Straussman? No, he's No, the, the name um, is wrong. My name is completely off. Don't worry. He's the drug guy, I think. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I was just throwing out names. Point being, I thought aces to Joe on this episode, asking all the right questions. Like me, as someone who enjoys film photography and stuff, I was, I was, I was like, he's never in a million years going to ask any of those questions, but he did. I thought there was a strange point where he was sort of forcing the idea of using iPhones. Yeah, well, Joe doesn't. Film. Yeah, Joe doesn't understand. That's where like Joe's a directoral lost. note. I mean, that was <coughs> that was stupid. Yeah, that was just dumb. That to me was like. Um, I don't know, this idea that, like, we don't need industry anymore. I think Joe's... Let me extend the olive branch. I think what Joe was saying was in that specific instance of that scientist who was out there on his own, carrying the, you know, taking the least amount with him, it would make more sense now, given the quality, but... But we must have a camera that's the size of an iPhone, but that's a real great camera. You know what I'm saying? Sony doesn't may, have I'm to be sure. the iPhone. No, no, no. So, yes, they do. Kamar? Well, when I was at work last week, there was all the TV cameras were there, like obviously top line, and they're huge. They don't need to be small Hold and on. compact. Dennis Villeneuve, the guy who made uh, Blade Runner and Dune, I yeah, think. that's he, him. His next film, he's shooting on a camera that's smaller than my camera in that bag over there. It's the Sony like A9 or whatever. Point being... This guy has decided that this thing is so compact and can shoot such high quality. Now, keep in mind, he's probably going to put a $50,000 lens on the end of it, which is huge. But this guy as well, when he was out in the jungle, like I think he was using a Canon C300 and probably had... Well, let's not be naive either. Like People have been filming animals for a long time in all sorts of different... Yeah. Snow, you've watched fucking um, Planet Earth. Like They've figured out... Yeah, nature photography, like, nature, nature documentarians, they know exactly. The difference here is these guys have been embedded for 40 yeah. plus years. So they are so accustomed to having people film them for generations of yeah. monkeys, literally growing up all like the first group knew they were interlopers. Two groups later, those guys might as well be another species in the yeah, jungle. Com- yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's, you but ju- it, they're just taught that they're no threat to them. My point goes back to, I didn't think Joe was going to ask me the technical questions. Like a great question he asked was like, there's no power in this village that you're in. Um, I didn't understand it. He was like, yeah, we have a generator. Like, dude, uploading a day's worth of 4K footage. Holy fuck. Every day for 400 days. It's I a- mean, I would have figured it would have been a generator. No, my point though is like... uh you have to have a serious computer out there to get all that data on from the card to a hard drive. I don't know. I mean, I guess they have some sort of either way. It's insane that they go out to Uganda with all this fucking shit and just sit out there for 400 days straight. How would you guys feel about them having full-time cameras just on all the trees? I don't like that. It's an invasion of their privacy. In the world? 
No, in this particular area, like it's on right now. They're grooming each other and about to go in, on patrol. In the go go. Yeah. The problem like, is, why not make it just like um, a live stream, New York City, mm-hmm. where everything's on camera. The problem, Kamars, it's not going to be like you want this chimp empire because they get the shot, and that's what makes it like, dude. The the intro where they're like, it's so close, and they're grooming each other, like. The camera that you want on the tree is not going to be zoomed in. Sure. It's- well, maybe they do an episode a week where it is all produced, but then, you know, it's like Big Brother After Dark. You can just fucking get on there and watch them fucking pick their nose if you want. Yeah. They, I'm not saying they they probably will. I just, I think it's very disruptive to the environment, putting up a bunch of cameras on random trees. That's all. Do you think it was possible for this guy because he wouldn't answer some questions uh is there a plot spoiler in this? Oh yeah, he didn't want. Well, the killing of the so other such monkey. A dick. So that, that's what they're talking about, though. You guys watched that happen, and no. it didn't occur to you. Just, well, what would you do? Well, you can't stop it. That's can't not stop your it. Job. So they just the no. same way when you're like out in the wild and you see a, a frog eating a dragonfly, you don't jump in and stop them. You just let nature take its course. They're like Star Trek. Come on, I told you there was a guy who shot a Pulitzer Prize winning photo of. I think he was in Somalia or Nigeria. Anyway, the photo he got is of this baby, anemic. It's like it's basically dying. It's in a fetal position in the dirt, and there's a a vulture like two feet away. And this guy snapped this photo and won the Pulitzer mm-hmm. Prize. And he got lit up because online he didn't stop because it. people. And keep in mind, when he landed in the country, he was specifically informed: you can't go near anyone, you can't make contact with anyone here. You are strictly a documentarian, and you can't like. For disease sake, for so many reasons, he couldn't do anything. And he ended up killing himself. Weird. It's like, did you ever see um, that footage of the guy comes across a bald eagle and it's in the water being attacked by a octopus? Yes. And he saves the bald eagle and everybody's happy about it. But you're like, dude, that's that bald eagle fucked up and that fucking octopus did what it was supposed to do. Get its prey. Yeah. And it got robbed of its meal. But... As far as I'm producing it, that scene makes you now, because you've, you've got to know these chips for a while, you find out one of them got jacked when he wasn't looking. And now you're like, oh, we got we to gotta get retribution or there's bad guys now. On Naked and Afraid, mm-hmm. which was my thing last couple of weeks, yeah, oh, we're um, aware. they'll run into things every once in a while where they're starving out there and then... They'll like find like a bird's nest with baby birds in it or whatever. You know what I mean? And they have to decide like, how hungry am I here? Yeah, am I'm going to crank eat his baby bird open. Baby? Yeah. Dude, and I've seen one, which was so hard to watch, where it was a bunch of baby birds, but it was like an eagle's nest or something. So the fucking babies were like chicken size, yeah, yeah. you know? Dude, it was harsh. Like I'd quit right there because you don't get paid or anything. I'd just yeah. be like, fuck, I'm out right now. If I have to eat like something else's baby, I'm out. One thing that it could have been a side story is he talked about a uh, pincer. Yep. He was from was, the original. Who wasn't an alpha male, but just hung around the girls, friend zoning him. Then when everyone's out, just skip slide to him. And he ended up having the most offspring. He was like a liberal cuck guy. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what yeah. he yeah. was. He was a, uh, what, who, what does Joe hate? Uh, male feminist. Yeah. 
That's totally uh, those guys. They you can just see Pincer two high fiving all the alpha males when they come back from a hunt. Good work, guys. Good work, guys. Then they go out for the hunt. And he slides in. Yeah. It's it's so funny. There's another documentary I watched about the mountain gorillas. I think I've told you guys about it. And this one mountain gorilla is named like I don't know Titus or something, and he's been the ruler for like thirty years. And um, his son is also in the thing, and he tolerates the son. Like they don't usually have other males in the troop but because it's his son he's allowed to stay longer and the son is constantly fucking his wife like and it's crazy they're so human dude that like they sneak off and then they like bang behind a bush and then come in like nothing's yeah. happening and the titus will like come around the corner like looking for his girl and she's not but it's so it's so human. You see a little bit of that in Chimp Empire. I don't know if you got to that part yet, but like one of the chimps goes in and is fucking. Oh no, it's not. Sorry, it was in. I I watched a, a baboon documentary this week, and that's the there was one guy who was in going down the rabbit hole. They didn't mention this, but there are cases of chimpanzees killing gorilla babies. Weird. And they're saying the gorilla only fights out of self defense. And sort of show dominance, but it wouldn't attack something else. No, for sure. Those mountain gorillas, I didn't even know they were in the same place. But those mountain gorillas are like the the king is really aggressive there, the silverback. But most of them are really docile. Like that's why they're poached so heavily because they don't. Uh, they let you roll up on them, but the chimps attack and 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 plot. Isn't that no also way. why they tell I you? Don't, to... I've never seen that before. I'm going to gonna have to look that up. Isn't that also why they tell you to stand your ground? Against a silverback? A gorilla, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, good luck putting that oh, dude, I in your memory breaks going, yeah, just like, shit my fucking Do I play pants. dead? He's what more kind, afraid of you than What he... kind of bear is this? Do I play dead or do I smack him in the nose? Like, Have you seen the footage from the zoo where the people are behind the glass and the gorilla, the silverback, rolls up and smack? It, dude, it cracks the yeah. glass. And you can see everyone like, get the kids, get the kids, get the kids. Well, I'm sure I've told you the story of me at the Amsterdam Zoo where... They had those giant fucking orangutans with the big flat faces there, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, Crazy animals. But there was a female one, and she was like, became obsessed with me. And she came over, and she was like, I don't know what I was doing. Maybe I was waving, and she was waving or something. And the fucking male got so angry and came over and got between us and like. Simon starting monkey beef. Yeah, but same idea, just minus the yeah. broken glass. It's hard for you because you didn't see the whole series. Do you want a second season? Yeah, season. of course. This is the second season, though. This is like the third season. Why, is James Reed responsible for those ones before? I don't know if he, he must have been off. part of it. He said he was he had done documentaries on Nagogo before, so I assume they're much less produced than this, Kamar. It's like a much grittier documentary. Because it was 20 done years, 30 years been, ago or whatever. Well, he said he's been there for 20 years, so I don't know. So it might not have been him who was doing it, but he was. He said, I was there with Pincer. Like, he knows the outsiders from before. It's uh, The only thing that bothered me about this episode was where Joe was like, no, no, let's talk about it. And he was like, no, it's kind of a spoiler. Like, I'd rather not. When someone comes on is trying to give a comedian's bit, Joe is very protective of it. Yeah, but, but this, this guy, guy was uh, being ridiculous. Yeah, like, I think so. You can't come so. on Joe. Hold on. It's his artist. He's trying to. He's, it's his artistic integrity, and he's trying to fucking. And what Joe was saying was, if you do that, this is going to be a shitty episode because we're going to run out of things to talk about. I don't know. They, they were questions that I, I think they, they maybe they beat around the bush, but I wanted. 
If you had seen the know. documentary, I agree with Kamar. If you if you had watched the whole thing, I they he that would have been a question I would have asked him. Fair enough. And if he had been like, no, you know, you got to buy the book, <laughs> be like, dude, I people who buy the book are going to want to know this. I think know? there's a second season coming out, and he's well aware of it. Yeah, and I think that's why well, he's like that. I found he's working on something right now that he can't talk about. This was my point. Is he listen? He dropped all the clippings of like there will be more of this like the girl at netflix loved us i'm working on something right now that i can't talk about i don't know i just understand don't understand i'm wrong about everything what he's protecting by the secret surprise like actually i'm gonna do a documentary on octopus well i know it's coming i don't want to see it now that's how i sort of look i think in his mind he looks at it like it's a a drama where you don't want to ruin the drama i get what you're saying you're like if i find out that a monkey kill or that a chimp killed another chimp I'm still going to tune in to see it because seeing it is not... It's not. That's not a spoiler alert. You would assume that one chimp kills another chimp. Like. I agree. I'm just saying, I understand also from his perspective, like he'd rather you went and watched it. Una- he, he was wrong. And Joe was in the nicest way trying to tell him he was wrong. And finally he got it. My point though is you could argue the same thing with a bit. You could give me the premise of someone's bit and I could go, oh, that's kind of funny. It, I have to see the bit to really get the bit. The same way like... Last week, someone was like, oh, that Brian Simpson bit's one of the best bits I've ever seen. He's like, don't fucking say anything about it. And it was like, okay, well. Listen, it's not like Joe was trying to give up the ending of Usual Suspects. You know what I mean? It would... Kevin Spacey's Kaiser Soze. You motherfucker. It's 30 years old. Edit that out. Um, Go on. Just some technical de- details. It uh, That's from 400 Days. Did those four episodes, so they could have made it twenty episodes. This would be this would be an amazing like um, I was gonna say Milf Manor, but not Milf Manor. Um, Chimp mus- Manor, Muscat Manor. What it was? Those? Oh, Meerkat Manor. Meerkat Manor. You could do a weekly show about it. You know what I'm saying? It's so intriguing. They're so human. Like there are so many stories. I'm sure. Like. My only disagreement with you is that he was out there for 400 days and he put out four episodes. Just hear me out. I'm just saying, I think what you guys think is like, I think, you know. So he, much work editing and stuff. He mentioned too, like, you know, we followed one and the and the camera people were like, we've been following this fucking chimp for like a week and it hasn't done fucking jack shit. And I think there's a lot more of that than you would give credit to. Like, I mean, maybe. Oh, no, definitely there is because that's what they do. Yeah, I think their day-to-day is just like, you know. And without them interfering and trying to wrestle things up. That's it. You can't have a producer out there. Like, listen. It becomes a reality they're show. They're planting other chimps yeah. close to the, yeah. We're going to put these two chimps together. <laughs> yeah. But do you think we would love it if Lola and Jimbo got together this season? If someone did a documentary, it'd be a lot harder to the uh, monkeys they hunt. To the monkeys they hunt. Sorry? If you start in episode one, you learn this family of monkeys, and then, oh, very, and then they get attacked by a chimpanzee, chimps, and all yeah. of a sudden, you're from the viewpoint of monkeys that there's evil chimpanzees. Or you could just keep switching documentary to documentary, running up on them because I don't know how I felt. It just it seems so brutal. The eating of the monkeys. I, I like that they seem to kill them in a quite humane way. What? Well, I think they just break their necks or something. It's very weird how they, they like show tear them limb yeah, from limb. They, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I, I don't think it seemed like a humane I way to go. I feel like they're dead at that point. I mean, I'd like to hope they were dead at that point. Like, let me ask you a question. 
if if I offer you two ways to die right now, gunshot wound to the head or killed by chimps, what do you choose? The um, the gunshot. Yeah, of course. hundred times out of a hundred. No one wants to be torn apart by chimps. But it, when I see them hunt the monkeys, it looks like they they surround it and then they have this limp body thing. Okay, this thing fine. isn't going... <laughs> sure, okay. Semantics, then. You know? It's gross either way. But they don't kill the monkeys necessarily for survival. Yeah, that's the weirdest part. They kill the monkey. It's a political move. Usually, like, in any herbivore culture, let's say, when they get meat, that's the prize, you know? I know they don't eat meat all the time, but you would think that would be... But it's not. It's important for other reasons, which is interesting. But we do it, too. No, I know, but like a wolf pack, let's say. And now I get it. They're pure carnivore. But, like, the hunt is everything, you know? Mm-hmm. When you lie, when you hunt live meat, that's the be all end all. Yeah, but I think for the chimps too, they do it for sport. They do it for sport. That's yeah. it. Which is a lot like us. We hunt mm. for sport. Mm-hmm. It's sport, but then it's also political. The distribution of the meat and who gets it in that pecking order. Yeah, that's sort of how you keep your uh, cabinet. And that's you can't do that with the fruit because it's too abundant. But like I said, that's interesting, right? So they need it's like money. They need something that's more valuable than the fruit. It, they may not love it more, but it's more scarce. So Simon, the hunting, when it's time to share it. Well, that's something we just don't know how. Oh, they, that's so interesting. The hunting could be key in evolution. Like we don't know how we evolved, so we have no basis for. But well, the hunting and the hunting like for we sport never um, started eating meat. You mean? Well, I'm just saying if, if you think about like them using tools, for example, that is the beginning of evolution is it not they have opposable thumbs they're making tools now they're making tools specifically to get food which is most likely what we did as well and then the hunting for sport like i'm just saying the hunting for sport could be a step in evolution Mm -hmm. yeah no interesting that is interesting because we don't know what evolution looks like for us to get here absolutely that actually probably makes sense except i don't think we hunted for sport at the beginning but we we don't know but my point though is we don't know like of course we hunted for survival we know that yeah well we do know that. no no i know we know that for sure but there could have gotten to a point where we also did it despite the meat Mm -hmm. but they're this is the first time they've got there and they're doing it for sir not for survival but even then you could be doing it just to teach your kids yeah. This is how, you know what I mean? That we're going to bring the young guys. We don't need the meat right now, but we're going to go hunt something so that we, and again, the teaching could also lead to an evolution. And I wonder, it must, it, it must have come originally from like, this was a bad year for crops, right? So we had to find another way to survive. That would make sense. And then when crops came back, you don't have to do it as much, but it became an important part of your culture. You're also forgetting they're like us. It could be really enjoyable. Yeah, like just because we find it heinous doesn't mean thrill that, of the hunt. Yeah, like it could be a basketball game to them. No, it's interesting. I'd I'd like to, like all herbivores eat meat. That's or sorry, all um, carnivores, o- omnivores, omnivores eat yes. meat. That's the whole point. They eat both. Yeah, like a deer is an omnivore. But again, the the meat is very political. In this case, if you it's don't very give political. someone some meat, everyone goes, "Oh, he's uh, he's way down." He's got low value. Don't mate with him. Get ostracized. And that makes them plot. And because not only are you worrying about the rival tribe, 
there's guys in your tribe who are also like. Well, you want to hear something a lot like us. You want to hear something hilarious? So that's how it works for chimps, right? You have guys in your crew who are actively conspiring against you all the time. In the baboon world, it's one male who lives with all females, okay? Mm -hmm. But then there's a group of bachelor males, and all they do is hang around waiting for their chance to take you out. Like, it's crazy. Heavy wears the, heavy wears, is the head that wears No the shit, man. Like, and these bachelors are working together to dethrone you, and you're just one fucking baboon, you know? We act like it isn't. What the show should do is the show should... Flip to humans. The sh- that's exactly <laughs> it. The show should mirror our behavior. Like, you could have, like, a group of people in a bar. This guy's got the hottest girlfriend. All let, the bachelors let, are there. Let me work this for you, Matt. Sure. We'll just combine... My new show, (laughs) Vanderpump Rules and Chimp Empire. There you go, just split screen. That's perfect. Vander Chimp Rules. Because I think it's a good reminder to humans that like we're not as evolved and advanced as we think we are. No, but that's why we love this show. It's because you see yourself in these monkeys. And you can't do that when you're watching like a kangaroo documentary. Or it's harder. Of course, yeah. If we're watching that and then now we're saying this sort of behavior is natural, then are we supposed to take a step back and say, hey, we got to accept a certain level of violence. Stop working towards this peaceful utopia. Is that a lesson we're learning? Or do we have to have all violence like fighting, sport, Or is it that we've evolved to a point far beyond the animals and you don't need that anymore? What's interesting is they've been around longer than we have. Chimps, right? Well, presumably we... Yes, presumably they've been around longer than we have. And I wonder if they have been able to achieve, because at the end of the episode he talks about how women actually have to leave Yes, when they get to a certain age. And they show up to the other tribe and they're all like... No, they have a choice to leave. <laughs> they don't have to. I think he said most of them he leave. He said it was something about... a. Uh, he said genetic something, diversity. That's how they stop oh, from being I, so inbred. I see that some of them go, but I'm sure. But lots all of inbred. females stay in the troop. Well, I think they stay if they get pregnant. If they're around that age and they haven't gotten knocked up yet, then they go. Then they go off, and all the other women are like, "Who the fuck is this bitch?" And all the guys are like, "Yeah, fresh meat." I thought he said Leanne. Leanne, fresh that's meat. He did yeah. say that's the chimp's name, Leanne. She's a super slut. Chimpanzees, you She's sticks. the most, most ratchet of all the yeah, chimps. The ratchetest chimp. He called them spears, but I don't think they're spears. Okay. A yeah. sharpened stick is a spear. It's I don't not know a, the, the monkeys. You haven't seen that clip where he's hanging. It's an orangutan. And he's got the spear in the other hand, and he's fishing. spearing fish in the water. It's and a, it's a chimpanzee? It's an orangutan. Whatever okay, it so, is, okay, it's a primate. That, yeah. We shouldn't be surprised by it at all. But that's, they say we're now in that next phase of evolution where the chimps are using tools kind of like we did before. That's that, what I said, yeah. So uh, essentially we'll evolve into aliens and they'll evolve into us. I mean, it's ironic too if you think about it. When, when he was talking about how he's like, they're aware of our presence and they just work around us. Like, like we're not even there. Like, the, you know, he was like the occasional one you can tell is more comfortable with us. Like they'll run towards the camera and then veer off at the end. It kind of reminded me of aliens. 
How like if there are, let's say all the sightings are true. Every single one of them that you've ever heard of is true. It would be the same thing. It would be we we are aware, like blindly aware. We 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 know we can't do anything about it. So we just keep working our lives around it. But we're very much on like a cursory level like, yeah, they're out there. Mm-hmm. Like it could be the same thing. You know what I mean? They're watching us. Like we talk about it all the time. Why would they like Joe has that argument all the time? Why would they watch us? Well, why they're wouldn't making they? A fucking documentary. There you about go. Us. This is their yeah. Their Netflix series is incredible. Yeah. Nukes next episode. <laughs> but they don't care about us. But we do care about the gyms. They and might care about us. They were like, and so, we do. We've been there for forty plus years, embedded in their place, studying them. Yeah, we care they a great give deal. Them no food. We don't intervene well, they don't because interfere. you don't you don't want to interfere with nature. You're just trying to document. There's a big difference. The same way the aliens. Now keep in They're mind, not giving us food. Now keep in mind, if the monkeys had a button where they could blow up the whole forest, we might then intervene. We might put something around that button. If that said, the, if those monkeys started using guns, you would 100 percent intervene. If if they invented a bomb, you would intervene. Yeah, because like, we have the power. Because we have the power to. Well, and they're getting too close to be able to rival your power. Like that's how fucking dynasties stay around right they don't let their underlings become too powerful and the same way you could look at it like we're nowhere close to being as powerful as aliens in the same way these monkeys know they're like we're nowhere fucking you know yeah i mean what do they know or they don't even know like if you're born into that yeah that's just a regular thing in the forest you know what i mean like if you're born into the internet that's just normal life for you. There was never a time where there wasn't. Like, we're the ones living in that weird time. Just like there's probably one group of monkeys that still remembers what it was like before the well, cameras were there, you know? Well, think about this, too. Let's say that, let's say Tic Tacs. BC, let, let's before say, cameras. Let's say tomorrow Tic Tacs start showing up everywhere. Yeah. On the regular. Yeah. But they don't do anything. So for the next 10 years... You can see a TikTok flying around in any given city. You look up in the sky, there's a TikTok flying right. around. But there's they don't do anything. There's no intervention. There's no threat. There's nothing. Yeah, you would have a generation of people of that kids. just becomes normal for us. Of course, normal yeah. There's TikTok. That's what I'm saying. So they would be like, overhead. yeah, there's TikToks in the sky. They don't do anything. They yeah. don't threaten us. They don't. You know. I mean, that would be crazy, right? Imagine that's what happens. Like we never actually find out what they are. It just we see them more now, and there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, we also like if we had the technology where we could be completely invisible to those chimps, we, we would, would. We would 100%. use it for sure. Yeah, a hundred percent. We're shot. just so rudimentary that we have to show ourselves. Like, no, a thousand percent. And if you're a class one plus civilization, trust me, you can camouflage yourself. The one thing the he, fucking Bigfoots have been doing it for centuries. The one thing he said is that, uh, and sorry, just sorry, one thing, one thing. What if Bigfoots were just the monkeys who did evolve a little bit more? Sure. Why not? Maybe all monkeys can like blend in and turn invisible and they don't even know they can do it. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, or, or they know they can do it and they're out there living peacefully. And why is it so weird to think that like there are primates like chimps? so amazing that live down in the jungle. Why is it so weird to think that there are primates that live in North America? The only reason it's unreal is, or not 
It's just because again, we all the chimps. Them yet. Well, yeah. But what if these are just chimps a raccoon are a little is pretty similar more, to a primate? A little more evolved. They just understand how to use their cloaking device. Raccoons can open stuff. Like they're kind of, kind of. They're they're, they're almost they're pretty. They're almost there. Yeah, yeah. They have very weird. They're not opposable thumbs, but they're useful thumbs, and their fingers are very human-like. An octopus can get out of a jar it's stuck in. That's lunacy. Yeah, I mean, octopi are a whole other thing. Octopi are like the fungi of the animal world. They're fucking weird. Okay, what just else you got there? Come on. So stairs. he, he asked, well, no, you were just finishing your point. Oh, no, finished it. Uh, he Normally asks, you cut us off before we're done our <laughs> point, so I think we were expecting that, not he, a bunch of silence. He asks, are you affecting the chimps? The chimps are very accepting because they've had scientists around them but they have to stay seven meters away from them because they are susceptible. Well, common cold immune can kill systems them. or what, whatnot. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the, I saw it on YouTube, there's the behind the scenes and you see they're, they're at their distance and then shit and they're getting they're out of the way because right it's running yeah. right between them. So they was, it, they, do, their, the, they long, do their best. How long are the oh, lenses they're using? Not, there's nothing crazy. Like, well, because they're close up, so they don't need... It's not like No, but what I'm saying is you don't know. Like the seven meters, for example, you still need a decent zoom there was lens to get in there. crazy big. Yeah, no. No, no, I'm saying a 200 millimeter lens is like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's all you need for that. But you can when, still... When you're watching the guy filming the, like, snow leopard... Yeah. Oh, he's, he's got a fucking 700 this millimeter is what lens. I mean. Yeah, it's, he's got the it's wildest. It's not crazy like No, no, that's, that's not what I meant. I but I meant like a 70 to 200 is still this long. It's a pretty big lens. Yeah, okay. But it could it be a could be a like a catastrophic disaster. They just kill some guy. Still has the remaining cold or whatever, and kill the whole tribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean they've been doing this for forty plus years, so I assume they understand how that works. How they important mu- is they must not be that susceptible to human diseases, though. No, I well, bet they are. Well, I they bet said they're very- two months in, two months out. You're never there too long. Mm. But I bet you're in quarantine when you arrive. Yeah, too. no, probably. And leave. Probably yeah. or, well, not so much leaving because yeah, leaving yeah. they don't you know go kill humans we don't give a fuck. We all agree that the grooming of chimps is very relaxing. I mean, it looks relaxing for them, yeah. And he says, when you're filming, it, you're almost like you fall asleep. They're grooming for ticks and parasites, which <laughs> would come in handy here, being tick season. I mean, if you were hairy as fuck, like every inch of you was covered in hair, yeah, you would definitely want someone getting in there, especially if you're rolling around in the forest all day. And ticks, ugh, gross. Do you think it affects... It's, I mean, at least they're, they have hands and opposable thumbs, yeah. and they're able to do that. It's like a deer with their Well, hook. yeah, have you seen <laughs> oh, deers where the they get the... ticks are all over their so face. It's so fucking yeah, gross. it's terrible. It's so gross. I, I feel for those animals that, like, can't... Pull a thorn Usually when out you of see their cheek, you know? Simon, every time you see those videos, there's a guy with a gun on the other end of it that's just put that thing out of its misery two seconds after I the video. saw a crazy, it's a giant buck, huge antlers. It's got another buck's head stuck. Yeah, I've seen that. Ripped yeah. off. Like it tore its head off the other one to get free. It's, it needs a groomer. What the fuck, man? It's crazy. Have you seen the park rangers shoot the antlers when they get stuck together? Nope. So, like, a lot of bucks will... Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. They get and then stuck. they end up getting stuck. And, dude, I've seen a couple of videos where the ranger has to go out with a mm-hmm. gun and, like, 
It's a crazy shot because you're probably going to take a head off. Well, I've seen skeletons stuck like that. I've seen that too. Both of them die, and it's just they. I saw one where they were frozen under the ice, stuck Mm, together. It's fucking nuts. Go ahead, come on. Um, the uh, just chip on chip violence is like I obviously I've said I've had a difficulty like whose side I'm on, but I wonder if the people filming are like affected. It's not so much the violence; it's the you get like it's sad, like watching somebody be bullied. You, yeah, you know s- what I you mean? You sit there, it's- you stand, and you watch five chimpanzees beat another one to death. Yeah, I know, but if you didn't Tough have day at the like, office. okay, let's put it this way: when you watch like a wolf pack, and one of them, if you feel bad for it, but not in the same way because they don't have names, and you haven't watched them, like that all adds to you feeling bad for the monkeys. You know, is that? The problem we got to know them. It's not their first brutal. The same way you can watch people get killed in the Ukraine because you don't know them, but it would be different if you had family fighting in that war. It's also the um, context. You have no context. See, like if you, let's say you're at a bar and you see some drunk asshole dropping N-bombs and calling everyone a fucking dickhead and being yeah. an asshole to the waitress, and then you see that guy go outside and pick a fight with the wrong guy and he gets absolutely teed up. You sit there and you go, I don't know, that feels like like a balance in this. But when you see a nice guy sitting at the bar and you see five dickheads walk in and start harassing him and then they beat him up. Yeah. That's where you're like, this is fucking unjust and it doesn't yeah. feel right. So, so the context, context is missing. That's the yeah. thing. Like if you, Kamar, knew that, that that monkey that just got beat up by five had fucked everyone's wife and had been a real prick and ate more food than was his, you all of a sudden you might feel less, yeah. slightly like, less. Like, uh, is it bar talk? One of the monkeys there was just a real, not in this one, but it, they talk about him. He was just an asshole. Like, I think his reign only lasts, like, it's not Bartok. He did well, but one of the other guys. Yeah, they had a short reign at the his top. His reign lasted, like, I don't even think that was a different one, but this guy's reign lasted, like, four months. He was such a terrible leader. He was so aggressive. He didn't have any social. Graces. He just won his space by pure strength, and it took no time for them to all gang yeah, up against him. Guy. You don't really feel bad for him. I mean, you do after you see him get the shit kicked out of him, but. You know, it's like watching a bully get the shit kicked out of him. You feel bad for a second. and then Like, I watched this guy at the Standard one night. He was so drunk. And he was always an asshole. Always a drunken asshole. And he started dropping N-bombs. And Heine politely was like, why don't we go outside and talk? And they went outside, and the guy dropped an N-bomb again. And Heine dropped him. And, like, I, I, a part of me was like, I just don't know how to feel bad for this guy. But, I did, like, at the same time, I'm an empathetic person. I was like... He's here every night drunk being an asshole. Obviously, he's not happy in his life. I, I don't know. That's why I'm saying, like, when you guys are like, it's tough watching this, that's life, man. It's tough watching humans live their lives. Yeah, I mean, there's a huge difference between watching them fight each other and fight the monkeys. Yeah, I bet, yeah. It's like watching humans picking on some something they're not supposed to pick on, you know? it's uh, We do that. Like on monkeys. Yeah. I guess it's just like bears will eat their own bears. Their own cubs. Bears aren't like, oh, well, you're a bear, dude. In in <laughs> every um in every animal kingdom, when one power takes over from the other, they never are like, oh, I'll just adopt that kid. No, they kill everything that wasn't their bloodline. It's pretty devastating, Game of and that shit. must happen all the time. We just don't see it, but like power shifts all the time. It's odd for like a chimp to have an eight year run. It is weird, though. Six to seven years, which is very similar to a presidential run. I thought it was a little parallel. 
<clears throat> I mean, yes and no, because of, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, if the average chimp life is 20 years, it's nothing compared to, you know what I mean? That would be like a, a huge period. You got to extrapolate out a little further. That's I think like each chimp is a, a 40 year reign, even more than that. Yeah. yeah. It would be but like they, they do years. have peaceful transfers of power. Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, again, the, the, there can't be any rhyme or reason. Whatever limited understanding we have. No, but it depends on the chimps. Like these Nagogo chimps, yeah, it seems to be peaceful transition. I've watched other chimp documentaries where they kill the, or come so close to killing the ousted um, alpha. alpha that he goes off into the forest and dies because of his injuries. You know, they don't. I, love I think that it you're depends. Like, he comes on... so close to dying that he goes and dies. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. I think it really depends on the troop, and it must have to do with like um, uh, environmental cues that then change to like cultural. Like what in their sense of time is, for is them, so you know? different, right? It's almost like a gang. You got to get jumped in and jumped out. Something like Except that. You don't have to get jumped in. But like, yeah, I, got, I think you do kind of get jumped in. Do you, I guess you got to show how tough do you, you are. Think yeah, they know. What time is? No. I think they have some semblance, some reasoning of time. Probably not the same way we look at it, but they must have some idea. Okay, hold on. I I agree with what Simon's saying. Like time is a, I think time is vastly different for every species. I think they understand like day and night and they, I, I, did they know like, I mean, we invented the calendar. So we have, that's the only reason we have any sense of time. Like do chimps notice each other getting older? That must be like their recognition of aging. Yeah, I assume. Yeah. Um, Looking for weakness, you mean? No, no. Just if you can recognize the fact that your species ages, then they that can probably, is probably tell through some the asshole. Sort of like consciousness, almost like rings there, on a tree. You know? Just look at the chimps. Ass. I wish they asked that. What's going on with their assholes? Oh, they're because some of them look like they got their shit together, asshole. and the other ones are just like. Oh, it's well, a I think mess. it depends on like how close the females are to estrus. Their butts get more inflamed. Well, they do. They talk about it like they they get like pimples around the outside oh, during uh, as they I get closer to they heat. Didn't ask. It's like you getting a boner. For, for, there was a couple times where I thought they would have medicine or something. There's the one guy has his face as a virus. I thought someone was going to come with some mud or some leave on him, but they just sort of. Yeah, you're gonna give get each other fucking, comfort. You're gonna get killed by that chimp trying to give it. I guess no, unless no, you no. shoot with a tranquilizer uh, dart or something. The chimp seems so in tune and human-like. You think they're gonna know how to like? Well, but they. Oh, you think the other chimps are gonna dress yeah, yeah, up your broken you, arm? Yeah. It, it feels it doesn't happen, but yeah, yeah. you just feel like it's no, I thought you meant they, a human a stepping in. from it. Yeah, they yeah. probably know some plant that's good for the chimp when he gets sick or whatever. You know. Cool. I doubt it. Cool. Oh, I think you'd be be, surprised. That'd be super cool. I think you'd be surprised. I have a feeling that medicine would be, that would be like a huge step in evolution. That's exactly what you're talking about. Well, I mean, for sure we know that animals, chimps, will like um, eat one thing in order to eat another. Meaning like, I don't think it's these chimps. It's an evolutionary thing though. I don't know that that's necessarily them Mm. actively saying, I could be wrong. It's kind of the same thing. Okay. I mean, if you can sleep better at night without, that's fine. I like you either way. We're still friends. I think the best chimp is the chimp that just hangs around and bangs all the chicks. That's the best chimp. Doesn't get up in anyone's business. I like the two chimps that just don't care about anything but going on the patrols. Those guys are fucking dope, man. And he was talking about the, I think, Elwood, L something, the chimp from the older group who always went on the things. And he was in the original movie. 
I remember he was like, he didn't give a fuck about anything but the the hunt, the patrol, the patrol. Yeah. yeah. And you feel after everything, all the years, we're at the cutting edge of understanding them, or we should know a lot more. No, Simon was just saying you weren't giving it enough credit. How much? Um, I think we could probably know more, but like, yeah, I just think you were just just doing a disservice. Not without being probably cruel to them. I think you're forgetting too that science works in uh, it's data driven, so they need. There's probably a lot, like he said a bunch of times where he was like, I believe this, but I have no data to back it up. So he was like, just for me sitting out there. So I believe there's probably a lot of scientists that are like, we strongly believe. And they don't want to say it. Precisely, unless they have, yeah. You would think that at this point, we must be pretty close to like some sort of AI generated program that can take all the sounds that chimp makes and then assign them to human emotion or word and then sift through it to be able to you know what i'm almost create like i just found the it. english version of a chimp language we might not be necessarily learning their language we would be translating their language to english i felt they did not make that much noise i was surprised at that a lot of it is uh social just it cues appears and stuff. seems like the monkeys talk more than the chimpanzees i mean mm-hmm. what's weird birds. Is they taught that gorilla sign language which is very odd like English sign language. Yeah. So they taught it how to speak English. Yeah. Right. I'm saying, I don't know if we'll ever. No, be able I get to- it. What I'm saying though is like, that's almost a, that's a step in the direction of right. Like if you can teach an animal our language, then you could. Well, we have to theoretically reverse engineer. Those, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's different, right? I, I hear what you're saying. But if you're saying, hold on, if your argument is that it's all just like, for example, let's say it's just Hertz and frequency. And that if you can translate the Hertz into because you know how like dogs can hear that high pitch frequency that we can't hear, like a dog whistle? Could be the same thing where we just have to get the pitch or the frequency right. And then all of a sudden that bark comes through as just like, I'm fucking hungry. I'm hungry. I'm, I don't know. Who knows? But you're right. Maybe maybe there's a chance AI could just listen to a shitload of chimps and within like two years be like, I think I figured this out. Like the same way it learned how to play Go. Mm-hmm. It just tried talk. I don't know. Who knows? That actually is very interesting. Are we feeling like they're evolving, though? Well, I think they are. Just I so think much we, slower than us. They didn't do the mushrooms or whatever. That well, just, I don't know that it's slower than us. Their use that. of tool. No, it could be faster than us. I think his point is if they've been around longer than us, it oh, has yeah. to be slower than us. It has to us. be slower, yeah. No, but we might see that their transition from chimp to close to us happens even faster than ours did. Like, ours was 200,000 years. I mean... We'll destroy the earth long before they get That's fucking right. evolved. That's right. We'll never have a fucking <laughs> There's chance. not going to be enough forest left. Come on. Did either, I don't know if you noticed, but there's no movies mentioned uh, this week. Did you either see Planet Apes, the original? With Charlton Heston? No. No. I'll do the original. I think we've done it, though. With Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. yeah, I think we've done it, too. We can just forego a movie game, seeing as the button definitely won't fucking work. Well, you know the movie that exists, and just take a wild, wild guess. Let me ask you this. Someone at Trivia this week, Simon, got all 12 questions right, and the the tiebreaker I always do is movie box offices, and they guessed within $1 million. That's pretty good. You don't find that suspect. You just I mean, read it. It sounds like they cheated, but I didn't want to oh, say okay. it. Fair enough. I don't know how they would have gotten your... My... Your info. Like, how were they going to know what questions you were going to pick to ask? 
That's not how you cheat. You use the internet to oh, cheat. Oh, I see. What the hell's wrong with you? Of course, like no that, one had yeah. my answers preemptively. Well, that seems Someone very, hacked my phone yeah, to that, win free that, trivia on Monday. That seems like it could have happened. 19. Whoa. We're going to the original Planet of the Apes. Mm. Just for shits and giggles. It's never going to work. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. For Matt and Simon to rack the brains to get the budget in the box up. It's the movie game with the original movie game song. After so long, where I'm at, Simon, go head to head. Find out what year movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made in the box office. This week, we're doing the OG Planet of the Apes. So, wait, we're doing the Charlton Heston version? Starring Charlton Heston, Roddy McDowell, Maurice Evans, Kim Hunter, James Whitmore, James Daly. Oh, my God, he's been around for a while. And Linda Harrison. Which I have seen it myself, but I forget what it is. There's something we on Earth all along, but there was uh, monkeys here, so they thought it was a different planet. He went up a spaceship, and the spaceship crashed back on Earth in the future, where apes had taken over. Apes, which looked more like chimpanzees, because gorillas look obviously like gorillas, but. Baby gorillas look like grown up chimpanzees. Is that it? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. But this is, I mean, I don't see how either of us are going to be anywhere no fucking idea. close. This is a hard old movie, too. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. So, year? I said 71. I said 74. 1968. Very close. Oh. Very close. Very close. You know what's funny is I was going to say 69, and then I said it would probably be post moon mission. Like but they just, never went to the moon. So box box office budget box office. Yeah, I'm ready already. Yeah, so I said it cost three million to make, which seems insane now. And why it, oh, it was made in '68? That's it like a hundred million. Twenty million. I said it cost five point eight, and it made forty nine point eight, which is just way too high. Budget five point eight million. Ooh. Shut the fuck up. Why would I? Why would I lie? Box office thirty three point three million. I got to win. That's it. And uh, we pulled it out of the ashes. I thought we sort of discussed it. Um, 5.8, wow. What caused the initial split? You know because you watched the documentary. Uh, the initial split? I don't remember. How we have Westerns yeah. and the Centralers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know that there was like a, a civil war inside the troop. For the record, too, just for listeners, I made a conscious effort to watch the show because I knew that you'd be... It's the movie game, yeah. Um, He didn't allow. Oh. He's a real problem. Yeah, well, I mean, if you had not watched any of it, it'd be really difficult for you to, yeah, 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 to yeah. talk. So no, that, once that I heard, once well. I listened, I was like, I might as well go home and at least get two episodes in tonight. Like, you know, but, but no, it didn't happen. I mean, you could have a, even a caddy episode about when the girls come over. To the new tribe and the other oh, girls yeah. or and other guys like whatever Sheila come over here we'll show you some of my bamboo. I feel huts. like they do talk about that in the other one though, a girl going over, being accepted prior to Chimp Empire. Not as not as high def, but still as interesting and as embedded. I'd say I've seen a couple of them. 
It's so tough to, like you said, though, the high def really adds like a, like the lighting. The, it seems unreal, right? Well, I, that, that was another thing that I, I missed when Joe was talking about the cameras. Like, dude, the cameras these guys are using, uh, the ISO on them, which is fake light. Like, it allows you to shoot almost in the dark. So if you're in the fucking jungle where there's almost no light, you can't bring out, you can't flood the whole scene with lights. So these cameras are like perfect. I'm telling you, from what I watched, this thing is shot incredibly. And they will do a season two, mark my words. Well, that's the other interesting thing is he's working on something now, and this was wrapped up a year ago. So who knows? Of course, yeah. Unless unless, unless they're in there right now, and he just didn't want to say that. But he seemed like the season two had not been greenlit yet. So who knows where we... It won't pick up where we left off. Unfortunately, or fortunately. Well, I'm pretty sure, too, that like with Nagogo, let's say there's always um, people there. People there. There's always some documentary being filmed or something. You know yeah, what I some mean? Some group of scientists. French, Swiss, whatever. Anyways. It's just one of those weird things, though. It's 2023. Swiss. It's 2023, and we feel like we know nothing. I mean, you think we know a lot more than I think, but just. Well, we know more about chimps than we do about Bigfoot. Amen to that. I uh, I give it a four. I'll, I'll go a three point seven nine. I'll give it a three and a half. I just no, you know what? It's a four. I'm sorry, that's a lie. Joe did great. It was a great. I you know, it was a bit short. I found it was considering short. how interested Joe well, was. In I the think topic. because he would only be able to talk about what I guess. Yeah, there were awesome. still yeah. lots of other things to talk about. Joe should have talked a lot more about the old. Monkeys. Because well, he could have even talked about that man eater chimp, the the massive like six foot one from the Congo. You know what I mean? He could have asked about chimp we, lore. Well, we know he got of... him on the job of hat, so maybe it was scheduled. Okay, yeah, well. that's true. Yeah, he might have had a flight to catch. Yeah. Either way, great episode. Definitely a recommend. I mean, it got fours from all of us. Well, you have a three, seven, nine, right? Yeah, that's a five for Simon. Yeah. Four. Addendum or whatever. Not if you don't watch Chimp Empire. No, because I hadn't. I listened to this pre Chimp Empire and I still really enjoyed it. It would still be good. It's good to learn about chimps. I'm I'm mad mad at you. you. Yeah, we're both are. There you go. All right. Well, that's an episode. If you made it this far, thank you so much. You're a real champion. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon if you want to support the show. You can head over to JREE Pod. No, what is it? Patreon.com slash JREE Podcast. And for as little as $5 a month, you can support the show. You'll get the post show. It's the show after the show where we shoot the shit, talk some non-Joe stuff. You'll also get old episodes of This Won't Age Well where we went back, listen to old episodes. And you'll get some other new content like uh, We Might Be Garbage. No, We Might Be Trash. Whatever the fuck it's called. That's it. Anyway, that's an episode. We love you to death. Maybe you can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. I have taken it off my phone, so don't bother following me. Don't message me. I don't give a shit. That's it. That's a week. That's a show. We hope you have a great week. Enjoy your weekend, and as usual, keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open.